Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on, everybody? My name is Carl Aller. Welcome to a very special Movie Mondays episode. This week is our Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker spoiler special. And I am joined, as always, by Mr. Sean Mean and a very special guest, the Star Wars expert himself, Mr. Connor Martin. Guys, how's it going? Uh, who talks first? <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> this is very weird that the three of us are in the room at the same time. It's a different dynamic. This has definitely never happened before. I don't know what this is going to be like. Yeah, you're trying to adjust your mic now. I, I just slightly. Your neck is going to be broke. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking at both of you at the same time, yes. Yeah. Forget we're even here. Okay, yeah. look, I'm just going to have my own discussion about Star Wars, because you know... I'm the biggest Star Wars nerd in the room. Okay, you take the lead this episode. Oh, that's good. Um, Well, I've seen the movie, and then I had to go to Wikipedia to remember what had happened in said movie. Why weren't you prepared for this? Uh, I I was prepared, but not prepared enough. Yeah, you're Uh, the unprepared one this week. It's amazing. (laughs) I don't like it. Um, So, as I said... There are probably levels before we get into the spoiler special. This is, as we said, it's in the day of spoiler special. If you haven't seen the movie, don't worry about it. Like, you have to listen to this. If you've seen it, well, I mean, you can listen to it if you haven't, I suppose. I suppose. But, I mean, Iron Man dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn it, Sean. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but our level of Star Wars fandom probably goes with me at the bottom, and then Sean... Yeah. Who's normally our Star Wars expert, and then I found someone who knows more about Star Wars than the two of us. I feel under so much pressure yeah, right why? now. Why? Because if you ask me a question, I don't know the answer yeah, to it. Yeah, but I didn't say, like, you had no life. I just said you've seen Star you Wars. You can also lie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Nobody will ever fact check you on this show. I don't know. You said the other day that people have called you out for your lack <laughs> yeah, but, of knowledge. Yeah, but they expect so little of us. But would you, I actually know you might be right, they you, expect you have to have You've more. been hailed as the most knowledgeable Star Wars fan ever. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> that one specific person that asked me to come George on Lucas once said of you that you were the chosen one. <laughs> bring balance to the force. You yeah. were made of midichlorians. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, The Rise of Skywalker... Episode 9, the end of a trilogy of trilogies. Yeah, and what an end it was. What? It was an ending. Um, Now, I'm sure we're going to have all differing opinions on lots of different scenes, so I think the best way to do it would probably be go through the whole movie scene by scene, or do you want to do a general overview right now, and then go through scene by scene? 
See, I think the way we always worked this is that we scene start, scene. yeah, we start off being like general thoughts, yes, and then it immediately goes into remember that bit when. See, that's I don't want to get into remember that bit when. That too early. definitely happens. Shows <laughs> <laughs> like you well, shut your mouth. Then, it, was, it was great, but remember that bit when. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our brand. Okay, so a general thoughts. You're not allowed to say remember that bit when or your favourite bit. Do you recall the instance? <laughs> that I hate you. But That's a source out for this Yeah, one. I did. Sean, what are your thoughts coming out of the cinema? You walked out. Positive, negative. Where were you? Generally, I liked it. Okay. I think it might be... It's behind Force Awakens but above The Last Jedi for me. Okay. Fair enough. Cotter? I thought the movie was good. Yes. Uh, did have a couple of things I didn't like. Generally good, and then kind of the same as Sean with Behind the Force Awakens, but definitely above The Last Jedi. <laughs> I like the fact that you said there was something you didn't like, because I was worried that you were going to come in and be like, everything was great. There was oh, nothing- no, everything wasn't great. No, there, what, from personally, from my point of view, as a man who, as we've said, doesn't really care about Star Wars, I came out and said, I think as a movie, standalone, it's it's a pretty decent movie. As a trilogy, I think it's... It's not great. Uh, I agree. With, yeah, I think w- looking at this movie in a bottle, yes. it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, looking at the trilogy as a whole, it's a bit all over the it's place. It's just, oh, we will get into that later on, but I, I'm the more I thought about it, I it we seen it together, Connor, and yeah. I, I went home and I was like, that was pretty good. Like, it was a good movie. There's some fun moments. And then the more I was like, mix. But then that that and the last one makes no. But then they said that in the Force Awakens that doesn't really make any sense. So you just kind of start thinking about it a little more. Mm. So we will start off um, at the start of the movie. I suppose that's the only way place to start. As you do, uh, as you do. And um, first the opening crawl. But what I will I say- forgot that happened in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you were, you were, I don't know. I just I haven't seen a Star Wars movie in ages. You were looking around like, lads, what's going on? So I just, I, it started, and suddenly there was yellow text. Also, oh. the projectionist in the cinema I saw it in. Oh no, they, they didn't start it. Like the music played, like the oh. da, 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 and then like a couple of bars in the picture. Serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, so all the text was like halfway up the screen. So I was speed reading. <laughs> still, still one of my favorite things, though. When you get into that cinema screen, you're waiting for it, and then bang, it just, it just hits you, and that music, was I'm it, like, oh Was it yes. The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi where it was like, it was an excruciating amount of time between the screen going black and the bang oh, of I the song? Remember. Maybe yeah. they were making us wait for episode it, it was, seven. It was one of the, it might have been seven, where I was sitting in the cinema, and it just was like, it went, it went black, and I felt like 15 minutes passed before <laughs> the bang came in. I think this projector... John Williams was behind, just like, hang on. Hang the projector on. was just like, and he's saying no, and uh, no. Making you wait for it. The anticipation. <laughs> one fact, one like little fun trivia thing is that, you know, um, at the start, it's like, the entire galaxy has heard a broadcast from Emperor Palpatine. Yes. That broadcast was in Fortnite. What? Yeah. Yes, I saw that actually. In the game Fortnite the week before the movie came out, mm. Palpatine's voice was playing just through it. What? They took yeah. a deal with Disney or Somebody at Fortnite were like, we'll give you $7 trillion. <laughs> just yeah, so, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, you hear, he goes on about like revenge and the return yeah. of the Sith and all that kind of thing. So right. I, I only saw that little clip because I haven't played Fortnite in like a year. But mm. like. Yeah. It's, okay. it's good. Like, it's, good. It's, a, it's a way to let people know. It's you know? clever marketing. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, like all the kids who went to see the Star Wars movie, 
No, it's like, I remember hearing that. Yeah. That's class. That's the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> is that a canon in Star Wars? I think it is. Ninja's a Sith. He's definitely a Sith. How do you get those reflexes? I don't know. Um, so yeah, it starts off, the broadcast, you said, uh, Edinburgh Palatine broadcasted the whole universe. Univer- universe? Galaxy? Galaxy or universe? Con? Galaxy. Cal- Galaxy, fair enough. Um, Kylo Ren is the first thing we see really in the movie himself and he is has the Sith Wayfinder, I yeah. think it's called, and he is going to find uh, Ember Palpatine because at this point I think he wants to kill him real good. Yeah, because I think the idea, well, as it says in the opening crawl, is he's afraid of the Emperor coming back and taking the power that Kylo Ren has Because he's, he's the head of the whole He's the supreme leader. Yeah. And, and I like that this is straight into the action as it, well. It It is like literally, there's no, yeah, there's no um, fanning around the place anywhere else. Yeah. It's just no. like, there, there's it, no uh, hooks and Poe Dameron having quick jabs at each other. No, it's it's literally, Kyle Ren, he's there, Palpatine is there, bang, bang, right, here we go. Yeah, no messing around with the Emperor, it's like, first five minutes, there he is. There's the Emperor, and he's beating out some prequel lines, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Sitting in my seat like a giddy little child. <laughs> it was that little bit of, I know that! <laughs> they, they were literally just doing a best of hits album with yeah. him. Because I think JJ was like, right, how do we get everyone back on site? Get Palpatine in, just let him say a few lines from the prequels, don't worry about it. Were they actually word for word lines? Yeah, the, the words he said to Anakin. Like, in the opera. In the opera, yeah. yeah. The p- dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. That's a word for word. Oh, I wanted to say it, how you said it. Right. Um, so then we fight, he does fight Palpatine, and this is where Palpatine reveals that... This is my first major flaw of the movie, but right, we're going to well, get into we this. We're going to start fighting already. <laughs> this is the very first scene. Snoke, he says that Snoke is a puppet... He used, he created Snoke to control the First Order and lower Kylo to the dark side. Um, and then he reveals all the Star Destroyers. I had no issue with the Star Destroyers, but... I had no issue with look, the Star Destroyers. I was fine with him destroying planets. I was all okay with that. But this is my first uh, instance where I'm like, oh, JJ and Ryan Johnson did not talk in any way between these two. Because um, him saying he created Snoke to lower Kylo to the dark side, but then later on says that he wanted Rey to take over instead of Kylo, because... uh, Lads, somebody clear this up for me. Well, he assumed he couldn't find Rey, Mm. is the thing. We discover later that she was hidden for a reason. But, like, I assume he would have always wanted Rey if he could have gotten her, but he thought that the child of a Skywalker would just be better. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, I, I, now, coming back to the Snoke thing, I, I think J.J. Abrams did his best with this movie. Mm. Like, in terms of... He, he was written into a corner in a lot of scenarios. And a lot of the... I remember when Snoke was first revealed, a lot of the theories were, oh, Snoke is Palpatine, or Snoke is Darth Plagueis, which would have been better. Yes. But I think just, like, leaning into the, no, Palpatine created Snoke, it's the easiest way to get out of the mess that he was left in. And I I liked parts of The Last Jedi, but I, I was interested in Snoke as a character. I think Snoke was a very good character that, actually, I think killing him is, like, a really cool idea. Yeah. But the follow-through here makes no sense. 
I think it actually makes it less cool with how they followed through here. See, I think this is the thing that they're they're fleshing out in comics. There's a comic called The Rise of Kylo Ren. See, now, I don't like when you have that. Me and Connor have had this discussion. I think it's a bullshit. You have nine movies. Can't put everything into a movie. I know, but if you set it up in a movie, you got to follow through with it in a movie. Rather than you can't set it up in a film and then go, we have an extended universe, guys. If you read that, that'll make more sense. I, I don't know. I think, I think the idea of Snoke is really cool, and I do think the idea of killing him in the last one is also a good idea that you set him up, and then it's a complete um, misdirect, and it's actually Kylo who's the big bad, which was obvious. But let's like, but Snoke was a cool second villain, I suppose. I suppose, yeah, and I don't think um, he was like. A total p- puppet. I don't think Palpatine was saying every word that came out of Snoke's mouth. I think he created Snoke and kind of let Snoke loose and pushed him in the right directions. Mm. Right, okay. Um, but, that's fair enough. Uh, so I, I like seeing him in the cloning tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, he's just there. It's just a little, yeah, a little half bit of Snoke. Yeah. There you go. There's proof to you, Kylo, that I made him. And to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Very clear and legit. It's like, we'll fucking smash it in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I like Blind Emperor as well. I think he looks even more ludicrous. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. he looks like even more of an evil madman. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and what's his name? Uh, Dermot. Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. Yeah, Ian McDermott. Oh, Dermot. Oh, right. <laughs> Dermot. <laughs> Big Dermot. Big Ian McDermott is amazing in this, he of course. Is unreal. I mean, yeah. it's just fallen back into. It's what, campy fun, like. But it, yeah, it's very campy fun, but I think people love it. Like, it's, that's just the nostalgia, as Connor yeah. just said. Like, that, that's the thing where you listen to, you go, yes. Yeah, yeah. that one line alone, I was giddy. I was like, Emperor's back. I was like, yeah. I'm all in. I was like, shit's about to hit the fan right now. It's going to be good. And I think you're either on board with it or you're not in the first yeah. scene. And I, and I think. At that point, I was like, I was just on board. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And it's only afterwards that I've thought about it. I'm kind of like, that does it. But at the time, I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. Like, fuck it. A Palpatine's there. There's a big bad. Let's fucking, let's see what happens. What do you think about the whole, uh, he's living in the unknown regions on Exegol and he's built this entire fleet of essentially Death Stars? Look. In I, 20 years. I, I don't really like that. <laughs> You're not big on it. No. You no. said you had no problem with the Star Destroyers. Yeah. As a concept. I don't mind destroying planets. <laughs> you got you got to see a little planet destroying I in this. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Kill all those humans. <laughs> but the idea that they could just build like 48 of them without anybody in the galaxy noticing. But that was the point, though. It was kind of like Ark 2, where no one really knew where it was except certain Jedi and this was only known to the Sith yeah so like and that was very much shown throughout the movie because like, even in the first scene it's not it's not let you do you don't really know unless it comes out at, that was actually Vader's castle where Kylo Ren went to Serious? on Mustafar on that Mustafar. was Mustafar oh where Kylo Ren went to see that's to really that cool yeah. I wish they'd told me that <laughs> Mustafar is like a no they do like... you see you see Mustafar you see the planet okay. at the very start now, you mightn't cop that it's Vader's castle he's yeah. gone to, but you do see the fiery red planet okay. at the very start in the first so shot. That's a cool little Easter egg that like you'd yeah. pick up on, but I wouldn't. But does it, it's not, I'm not hindered by not knowing that. It's no. It's a cool no. take afterwards. It's if you really know what's going on. Yeah. Like, if you're really clued in, you know that's Mustafar, and then you sort of notice, oh my god, this is Vader's castle. So, so when you think about it, Vader had that wayfinder. Yeah, so Vader had one, and then Emperor Palpatine had one. So the, the two of them were the only two people... Right. Who are the two Sith 
who knew where Exegol was. Oh. So Vader might have known about the whole mm. fleet being constructed. Mm. Probably could have dropped that before he died. I mean, it would fucking been helpful though. Listen, son. <laughs> oh, I've turned my whole life around. I'm good now. Don't tell him about the fucking Star Destroyers. <laughs> he pinky promised that. <laughs> Look, I won't tell him, honestly. But I, I did like seeing Mustafar as well. Yeah. In all the like legend stuff, uh, he's always... He's just meditating on Mustafar and he's a miserable prick. Right. And Mustafar makes him stronger. Okay. Yeah. So in that meeting with Kylo Ren at Palpatine, he tells him he has to kill Rey. And that takes us to Finn and Poe. Um, they're getting um, delivery from a spy that Palpatine is on Exegol. Yeah. That is yeah. where our introduction. So Rey has basically learned that she needs a Sith Wayfinder as well to get them there. That This is all. This is our introduction to all of our heroes in this story. I think the first hour of this is very here, 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 here. They're just like location, location, location. Okay, we do this, and then there's a jaw. It's like um, for the first hour, I think it cabs out after that. But for the first hour, it felt very video gamey, where it's like we have an objective, we go to this planet. Okay, we did that. Now we've an objective on that planet. Okay, we do do that, and you just kind of keep doing it. I think it happened like four times, and I was kind of like, lads chill but it felt like JJ was like we gotta cram everything in first hour and then we'll come after that and then we'll go back into the movie I got the sense that a lot of what's in this movie was in JJ's episode 8 oh yes mm-hmm. and so definitely he, got that vibe yeah right? yeah and he was just re, he, he was essentially retreading in his mind well 9 is a sequel to 7 really not 8 <laughs> yeah well 7 takes place over the course of like a day and a half or yeah it was it's a, but uh, I like that the, like I like seeing Ray's training like, yeah. she's trying to commune with the Force Ghosts, and she can't. Yes. So she's frustrated, and she's angry, which is everything that we've been told a Jedi shouldn't be. Because, yeah, but... Yeah, I, I think Rey as a character is really good. I think all of the people that are new, say Poe, Finn, all those actors are really good in all, in their roles. Like, every scene they're in, you just like them. Yeah. Even if the movie themselves probably could have done more justice to Finn over the last trilogy or whatever, like, as characters or as actors, you just kind of like them. You're just kind of like, I want the best for them. Let's work together. Yeah, no, definitely. But I think they're a lot more likable in this movie. Than The Last yeah. Jedi. Than The Last think? Jedi, yeah. Because, like, Finn was a whingy little shit in episode eight. Finn, yeah, Finn was like, he went from, like, being the hero. Like, he, Finn had his arc in... Force Awakens that the you know he was afraid and he ran and then he stood up to Kylo Ren at the end mm-hmm. but then he was just whingy in episode 8 and now he's back to being happy he's still a little bit you know he does shout Ray a lot yeah he does shout Ray a lot he does. but he is definitely in like a better mood even though shit is hitting the fan more in this one than yeah. it is in episode 8 yeah and I, d- I didn't get the sense either that everyone was the new Han Solo if you mm-hmm. get me that they're not all just quippy little no. Not caring about anything. And I like that they were angry at Ray for not being out with him. Yeah. That was a very real moment. For what do you mean? Uh, Poe comes up and he's like, you're our best fighter. Yeah. And you're just staying here at the base. Which makes sense. Because Poe is, is like, he's a pilot. And he's like, we need your help out there. Like, there's only like 40 of us. Yeah. And mm. you are the best person we have. But then on her side, she would realise that she is more use if she trades for another two months. And becomes back even stronger rather than going headfirst in, even though she's her best pilot or whatever. Like if she dies, then they're absolutely fucked. Yeah, but like even you see, like I don't think uh, she thought she was ready because she couldn't. Even, she said, "I I didn't complete it again." Like yeah. the training run that she does yeah. presumably every day. 
Like she just fucking impaled the training droid. Yeah, with the stick. With I, the stick. I like that she wasn't as good with the lightsaber. And then she threw it away and got, <laughs> got the sticker. Because we've seen her and she's an expert with the stick. Because you grow up on that planet, she has a stick with her all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you just become a natural at that. And so then my first thought was, why didn't you just have a dart ball lightsaber? Like immediately. Because she didn't. Because she wouldn't have to. She'd have to go and get. A, oh, see, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now you're getting the lightsaber stuff. Okay. Because like, she'd have to go and get a crystal. Right. Yeah. Which. Two. Well, is it two? Do you need two for the double? I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's harder to do. Yeah, I know that much. Yeah. So, see, yeah, she would have had to go get a crystal. While in this case, like, look, Luke is dead. He doesn't need his lightsaber anymore. No. Yeah. You can just use that one. It's a lot easier. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, um, well, there was a second lightsaber kicking around oh, somewhere. Oh, <laughs> if only we had two. Yeah. <laughs> was especially then because like Leia's the leader of resistance or whatever, and they're kind of trying to hide. Mm. She would have to take her to specific planets. Or a specific planet where kyber crystals are held. Okay. So Rey can go through the process of getting a crystal. And what did you think of how they did Leia in this movie? I think it was the best they could have done. Yeah. They do a lot with Shadow in this. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of Shadow and there's a lot of scenes where she's talking clearly about something else. But they just cut around that. Yeah. And fit it into that conversation. The dialogue is written around what she's already said. Yeah. And look, for, you know. For what they had. died in 2016. like it's twenty nineteen now, and they got a, a you know a good performance for the character. Yeah, you would never insult them for anything to do with this. Like you're no anyone who sits there and is like they did Leia. Like this is not justice for Leia. Like they didn't do fucking. Like what are they meant to do? Like it's either that or she died off screen. Exactly, yeah, and at I, least I, I felt like there was a bit of emotion with this one. Yeah, as well, because even when like the first time she appeared on screen, you're like, oh, there's oh, fuck, man. Yeah, there's. Like, it was meant to be her movie. Yeah, this this was down as like Han got his episode seven. Yeah, Luke, well, kind of got his oh, episode oh, eight. Oh, Luke kind of got his episode. <laughs> the eight. Salt. Yeah, and this and this was meant to be Leia. It was just unfortunate that she happened to die. Yeah, and and as you said, 2016. That's like four years ago now. Yeah, it was. Well, three years ago, because it was Christmas 2016, so mm. 2017, so even three years ago, they hadn't even started shooting this movie. So this is all just outtakes from The Force Awakens. And, and it's th- some, like, just reused, straight-up reused footage, Yeah, I think, just with a different... It's amazing what they can do. It's it's ridiculous. Like, imagine they had that problem in the 80s. Yeah. So they use... Well, yeah, amazing what they can do as well, because I know you'll probably come back to it later on, but the little cutscene yeah. of Luke and Leia... Or training that blew my fucking mind I'll be honest, we'll get to that we'll but that's that, my yeah, favourite part of the movie that so <laughs> that's a movie I want to see yes <laughs> of course so um, that all this leads to um, uh, they realise that they have to find the Sith Wayfinder so they realise they have to go to Pasana I think it's called yeah and um, in Pasana another sand planet another sand pa- we can't have a Star Wars movie without a sand planet of course <laughs> and there's another one at the end there's so many sand planets <laughs> in this um, so they have to go to Pasana and because um, the Luke was searching for this Sith Wayfinder, and this was the end of his search, or before he passed away, obviously. So this was the last bit of knowledge he had on it. So they set out there with the whole crew, um, the trio, and Chewie, and uh, C. P. Trio. C. Trio. The dyslexia got no. him again. Damn <laughs> <laughs> <Love> you! <laughs> um, no, I I did like that, but I was a little disappointed they left R two behind. Yeah, I was confused by that. Why did they do it? I think it was so he could be there with Leia at the end. I suppose. Yeah. But like then you see they also had BB-8 and the new little one they introduce. So like that's a lot of droids in one in one room. Yeah. 
There, actually, I didn't like. There was a lot of droids anyway, mm. just in general. I'm just kind of like, that's, maybe just leave. Like we have BB-8, we've already perfected the cute droid. Yeah, just leave it at one. Mm. <laughs> we don't need another one. So they no, go- I did like the crew though. It was, yeah. it was good to see them all actually together. On yeah, a mission. because I thought what's weird about the Last Jedi is right. I think that movie works better if you have more movies with them together. Yeah, but they like the Last Jedi splits them all apart. But we never actually had a movie where they actually yeah. were together. Like you meant to have one really, full yeah, movie like where Finn and Poe are friends and Finn and Ray are friends. But like, yeah, Poe and Ray hadn't even met each other. Yeah, and they all were just split up. So yeah. at least if you have a full movie where they're all just together, like this movie, and then the next movie. Mm. They all go their separate ways because we like we know they work together. But what about, what are they like apart? Yeah, and that was it. In like in, I, I hate to be the person that does it, but like in the original trilogy, you had like a New Hope. They all met up. They all did a mission together. Yeah, and then an Empire Luke goes off to Dagobah, and the others go off to Cloud City. Yeah, you know, like they split up, but like they have an attachment to each other. You can see, you know that they they know they work well together. Mm. Like we don't actually know if these three work well together. We've never seen the three of them together mm. in one place on a mission. So seeing them here I actually really like that. And as I said, the three actors are really good in yeah. their roles. And mm-hmm. you just you just like them. Like you just you want them to succeed. And they have Chewy, who you always want to succeed because Chewy's Chewy. Oh, so, yeah. So they do get, and they, then they meet another man that cut her. I was sitting beside you, and you got very excited when you see him. Even the second time watching this, that would be Mr. Lando Calrissian they run into on this hey, planet. Who doesn't get excited by seeing a little bit of Lando, <laughs> right? A bit of Billy G. <laughs> bit of Billy G, man. You get excited by that kind of thing. And um, what do you think of Lando in this movie? I liked him. I don't like. I thought he was in it the perfect amount. Yeah. If he had come in and try and just suddenly replaced Leia, say, for plot convenience do or you, for writing convenience. Do you think he was in this movie as much originally? Um No. No, I, I don't know. think so. I, I think I, I don't know if he was even I wonder I, would he have been brought in if Leia was still if Carrie Fisher was still alive. That's the thing, yeah, because I think you always need an old guard hmm. in these movies. Just to kinda anchor everything to the one timeline. No, he probably would have showed up in the final battle. That, I think that would have been amazing. That would have been great. If he had just, he hadn't seen him the whole way through. Yeah. And then at the end you see Lando, mm. somehow in the Millennium Falcon. I, I actually, yeah, that's probably how they would have ended it anyway. Yeah. Because then you have the emission, you have like, oh, all hope is lost. And then Lando turns up with all this fleet and it's like, even if you had a scene with before that when Poe is sending out the emergency thing, like nobody's going to answer it. Yeah. And Leia just says, I know someone, don't worry. And then yeah. Lando pulls up and he's just like, I called in some favours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like, like that. <laughs> like, so you have Lando, they meet him. And then this is where um, the the two main things happen in this scene on this sand planet. Uh, first, we see Ray's healing power, mm-hmm. yeah. which the minute I seen that, I went, "Oh, well, that's interesting because that would be used later on." Because mm-hmm. when she heals a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting because okay, oh. I watched the episodes of The Mandalorian a couple of episodes before I went and saw. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Have you seen? Are you uh, no, but I know it's used. Yeah. So it, spoilers for some of the Mandalorian. This isn't even spoilers. There's yet. a baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda uses force healing hmm. in like episode seven, I think, of the Mandalorian. They were, that they released yet. on the Wednesday before this. Before. So I watched it just beforehand. Mm. So it's literally the first in, real instance in Star where you're like. Force healing's been used, a baby always just used it. And suddenly I go to this movie and I see it used three separate times. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, what a it's day interest- of force healing. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that they normally bring them out on Fridays, is it? The Mandalorian? Yeah. 
and they, that was the one episode they released on the Wednesday because they were releasing this on the Friday. And it was a case of they wanted to get the force healing back into the world. So they're like, well, it happens. It happens at the Mandalorian. Yeah, everyone can do it. We've all seen it before. There yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> they released it. Yeah, they didn't want people like being like, Ray is such a Mary Sue. Yeah. Why could she do this? Well, Star Wars fans wouldn't does. do that. <laughs> Star Wars fans wouldn't do that. They're not very nice. Never. Anyway, <laughs> the, um, and another thing that we see is a development of the force bond that Ray and Kylo have. And now that I guess you can just give each other things through the force mm. Um, mm. but in the last one did they they touched each other they did touch each other in the last one yeah yeah, yeah. like it was their hands so yeah. this is like just a an advancement of that I didn't really have an issue with that I, I no I, I'm, I'm saying like we have the issue of, sorry we have the advancement of it I yeah. just think that's an interesting point mm. I think that's the one thing that JJ uh, liked from Ryan Johnson that, a, that of them, of the them being able to talk, yeah, because yeah. that's I think that's the only thing he really kept from the last one, other than one or two maybe minor things. But like reforging the helmet is a bold move. I didn't like that. See, I think it's a real like the it's, last film didn't really yeah, matter. Didn't like he can't have an identity crisis in the last film that he realizes he's better without it. But no, this one I like it better. <laughs> Give yeah. him back a helmet. I, I think it was more to do with. Toys. He was fully well. That, but he was. <laughs> I think he was fully committing himself to Kylo Ren, and being. And he was embracing everything that he'd gone through. To yeah, be Kylo Ren. Kind yeah, of thing. I think he was fully committing himself to Kylo Ren until obviously Leia did what she did. But I right. think he was all in on being Kylo Ren and being like Dark because I could see him early in the movie going touch Vader's helmet as well as if to be like, "This is who I meant to be." Palpatine just told me to finish off Vader's job. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to be Kylo Ren, not Ben Solo. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. So then, this sure. is actually... You see the four healing, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say the Knights of Ren get a lot more play. Uh, they do, but they're also shit. <laughs> so <laughs> They should have been brought in in episode 8. Oh, absolutely. They really should have. Why, yeah. why were they not in the throne room? Like, really, they should have been there. Uh, you, they're but not to do to with Snoke, though. They're they not to do with Snoke. Mm. That's Kylo's little posse that he's strung yeah. together. Right, okay. Because I, I think that was JJ's initial idea when he shows us the Luke flashback scene with um, the Jedi Temple on fire and everything. Yeah. And he's like holding that. R2. And then you see Kylo Ren and, and his, his Knights eighth. of Ren. Yeah. They're definitely, that's something that... Ryan Johnson, Johnson just didn't whoever keep up. was, you know, someone for directing episode 8, yeah. they should have been introduced... They should have been sure to do some really cool things. And that definitely yeah. would have made the ending a lot more... It's really weird how yeah. they, they did a Star Wars trilogy and didn't know how they were going to end it or what they were going to do in the middle at the very start. It seems counterintuitive, really. You take it right to the end. And I, <laughs> see, I think, see, if this if the uh, ninth film had been directed by a, a third director, mm. I don't think as much criticism would be levelled on it. But very because good. it's book-ended by J.J. Abrams and you just mm. have Ryan Johnson's in the middle... Yeah. There's a little disparity between what's and then two what of them, planned. Two of them have the same idea, and then one doesn't. Y- yeah, I think JJ would have. Ha- he has to direct all three himself. Should have done all three. Really, like if you're going to do one and not- even if you know how it ends, you can hire three different directors. Mm-hmm. But 
to get to leave it in the hands of the director and not even just like make it up as you want. You write it yourself. Yeah, it's and fine. Then, it, Ryan Johnson is still doing his Star Wars trilogy, isn't he? He's not now. I don't think anymore. He, he was on and he was. I off. heard he was off, but it, I haven't heard him back on. Yeah, right. Okay. Last time I heard he was off, I haven't heard he's back on yet. Because like I would be interested to see him do a trilogy that he knows the full story of. Yeah, not one that J.J. Abrams set up a load of mystery boxes and Ryan Johnson decided whether or not to open them. And he didn't open a single. One he of them. set fire to a couple of them. He set yeah. fire to a few. But yeah. then, but. technically, it's the same thing with JJ that Ryan Johnson created a few ide- cool ideas that JJ was like, no. <laughs> and he set fire to them, and he was like, because, uh, to be fair, I think JJ didn't want people to hate this one. So he was like, if I reverse a lot of the things that they hated, at least, at the worst people will think is this is okay. Yeah. A lot of this movie is written by surveys and uh, audience questionnaires. Of not what enough. you liked, not enough. <laughs> I know, not enough. There's a few more fan service moments I, think, I wanted in this. I think a lot of a lot of this movie is them going, "Did you like this? Yes or no?" And they were like, 76 percent said no." Okay, well we'll get rid of that. And then we'll move on to the next. It's that scene from The Simpsons with the dial. <laughs> yeah. So you want more and less fun. <laughs> so yeah, they, this is where not only do we see force healing, but Ray and um, Ray senses uh, Kylo. Mm-hmm. and Kylo comes in on the ship and it's the scene from the trailer that mm. is just mwah, beautiful watching it well, sorry uh, before we get to that what, the dagger thing oh mm. yes CP3O reads the dagger again with the C3PO man what did I say C-P-T-R-O. C-P-T-R-O. the same thing you said earlier <laughs> I think that's right <laughs> just call him 3 po before we that though I think the C-3PO is fabulous in this movie I think it's the best he's been. Yeah. He's less bit. annoying than he normally is. And just like some of the... So when they first arrive on, on the planet and he, they get to see the festival and they're like, oh, what the hell? And then yeah. he's explaining the festival to them. It happens like, once every 5,000 years or something. Once every 42 years. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And then it's like, oh my God. And they're like, oh, how lucky us. And he's like, yes, sir. Oh, they have such nice sweets and everything. And they all turn to him. And then he's looking at them for a second. And it turns around as if to be like, what Someone are you all looking at? Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, I think in the thing, like 42 years from that date, was it was the destruction of a Death Star or something. Yeah. Or there, there was some event that was a celebration that we have seen before. Mm. And it was exactly 42 yeah. years ago. Or like forty thing in the timeline. Yeah, or forty two yeah. years ago, Star Wars came out, or something. Okay. Like that. Mm. Oh yeah, no, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it has some significance. The year forty two. Okay, that's fair enough. Just, yeah, little things like that, and also when like you know when they're getting running towards for the speeders. Yes. When they realize yeah. Kylo knows where they are, and it, it, there's like three different shots, and in each shot, three PO is getting slightly further away. Yeah. And it's only then when it's like, "Don't worry, sir, I made it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, th- I think this is uh, he's at his absolute best in this yeah. one um, and as you said like they're all running for the ship because Kylo's coming and Ray's like I'll be there in a second and so she walks out into the middle of the sad planet yeah. the usual and then she and I like the idea that she's standing there waiting because she knows he's around that corner but nobody else can see him mm, but she's yeah. just standing there like he's coming and all this while like they're trying to escape and uh, what was it Chewie is being captured Yes, like, uh, but she is just like I. I could finish this with Kylo right now because she's so consumed with. I don't even know if it's hatred. It's just kind of like, it, I, I would say the two of them have have an obsession with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think she just wants it done. Is all. Yeah, like, and that's and then, so sorry. They find the knife 
or the dagger. Ray, first of all, Ray's like, I think I've seen this shit before. Mm. Then they find the dagger, which has a lot of sit writing on it that conveniently C3PO can't decipher. Mm. Oh no, he can, but he's not allowed to he's say He's not allowed to speak it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which, I like the dagger thing. I think it's a neat little map. I mean, for it's, it's a, a nice word. MacGuffin. As, as an item that they have to get to to get to somewhere else. To get the other MacGuffin. To get the other MacGuffin. But well, like, I think MacGuffin, you need MacGuffins in you the do, story. You do, you need something that drives them to another planet. Something like that. So, yeah. I, I think, I think the minute, see, C-3-P-O, hey. nailed hey, it. it. Uh, thank you. I would have got away with it if it were you pesky kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think the minute that he says, oh, I can't read it because it's sit, I just like, all right, <laughs> we can all go on somewhere else. So. Uh, it makes sense, though. Because why would the... Why would the Senate allow him to speak Sith? Why would Anakin allow or him? Or why to would do Anakin it? let him speak Sith? Anakin built him. I suppose. Anakin built him. But I he, suppose. Does, he does mention the Senate, though. Yeah. But the Senate passed a little. The Senate passed something which meant protocol droids or something. Couldn't speak. Couldn't speak. Forbidden Sith. languages or whatever. Okay. okay. For, for, forbidden languages, yeah. Okay, so then Ray walks out onto the, the sandy bit. Yes. And, of the desert. And we have the very, very cool scene of Kylo flying his ship, Ray doing backflip, sideflip. Uh, spin and chopping the whole wig off using her lightsaber on a scale of one to ten how cool is that and is it as cool as Laura Dern going through <laughs> the ship in the last movie oh, which I love that that's called the Holdo Maneuver now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it was pretty cool it was cool Yeah. Um, would you have liked to have not seen it in the trailer no because I think they do need some cool stuff in the trailer okay. so it didn't I feel-, feel it was cool but it wasn't like a necessary thing to hide Okay. Yeah, like the in the Force Awakens, you had the Millennium Falcon, like going up and flipping and dropping down and scooting back. That seems amazing. That seems class. <laughs> but that was fully trailer. Yes. And it's like that's what gets you excited. Yeah. So uh, I I uh, I liked how she turned her back to the ship as it was coming. Yeah. And like she just knew she would jump at the right time. I I, I think. Like, I like the idea that in this one, I think JJ definitely doubled down that she wasn't as powerful. Because, as you see in the star, you said it, that the training montage at the start, it's her being, like, not getting it, or, like, failing at the at the Jedi training. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I think JJ was like, okay, people don't like that Rey is so powerful in The Force Awakens, so I'm just going to go back and show that she's not that great. But we also have to believe that this woman can fight Kylo Ren at the end, like, in a... And Cutter Red has been training for years, so we had to see her be able to turn her back and just sense it. And yeah. Because she, she, if she's a Palpatine, naturally, she's, she's incredibly powerful. Like, just pure raw power that just needs to be honed, mm-hmm. rather than power that needs to be built up. Yeah, and I think uh, Rey is her own worst enemy in a lot of ways, because if she had no anger or hate in her heart... She would probably be super connected to the light side of the force. Right. This is this isn't confirmed. This is no. just what I think. <laughs> but because she has frustration and hate, like she full on hates a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what makes her such an interesting character. But yeah, and that's the thing. And then you see, like this film is very much her either falling one side or the other in a lot of ways. Like, I actually think, as a story, I much prefer the Jedi, like, Kylo Ren and her being not two sides of, like, the kind. They're literally just both on either side of the kind, depending on however the day is, or depending on who they're talking to, rather than the prequel Jedi who are like, we're 
fucking priests yeah. or like we're that's why the, rebels is so good well, yeah, yeah. They are, but they're not though Qui-Gon was not a Qui- flip of the coin pre- priest mm. Jedi Qui-Gon was a grey Jedi like he was slightly more on the Jedi side but I get where you're I do get yeah. where you're going with that Mace Windu developed an entire lightsaber yeah. style that taps into the dark side really and that's yeah. why his is purple which you, if you want to get ah, the lightsaber the blue and red yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah uh, um, and what else? And that's that's why Mace Windu's the only one keeping up with Palpatine by the end. Right. He, he invented his own style of fighting that could match the dark side. It's called Vapad. That is so fucking interesting. Yeah. Uh, nobody explained that in any movie, <laughs> so we're not <laughs> counting that. This is why you need the comic books and the time. Tell me in a movie! Another reason, I think, because Qui-Gon, I think, is probably like the Jedi who Palpatine feared the most. Yeah. Because if he got to train Anakin... He wouldn't have shown Anakin just the light side. And then he Anakin would wouldn't have grown like, resentful. Yeah, because like, you see how he trained Kenobi, right, Obi-Wan. And I know by the end Obi-Wan seems to be all good, but in the first one, he channels a lot of anger to defeat Darth Maul. That's true. And that's why he defeats Darth Maul. Mm. And that's why Qui-Gon definitely trained him to do that. So if Qui-Gon got his hands on Anakin, I'd say it would have been like, Anakin would have grown up and, he would, and Anakin would have been happy because he, he, he would have been the light side. But he would have been like... But it would have been okay to be angry. It would have been okay yeah. to occasionally like break the rules. And yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, do... Qui-Gon was all about breaking the rules. Yeah. And I think and I think Rey and Kylo are like the perfect manifestation of that in modern time. It's just like, neither of them are good and neither of them are bad. They're just both whatever they feel like at the time. Like, they can be both. You could have character traits for both sides. Yeah, it's much more of... Um, like, Kylo Ren murdered a lot of people, so it's kind of harder for him. Yeah, but... Uh, but, see, like... Darth Vader turned good at the end. Yes. Is, there's something that later on I want to bring that up. But... I don't know. I feel like... You, you get the sense that there's more of a choice rather than a predestined this is what you're going to be in this one. And speaking of that... This is the first time we see Rey use her force, or her... Um, force lightning. Force lightning. I was going to say electric force, but force lightning. Yeah, so Chewie has been presumably taken away in the transporter. And they think that he's on that transporter getting taken away right in front of them. So she... It, yeah, so she grips it with... She, like, she force pulls it. And Kylo is also force pulling it the other way, like trying to get it out of there. Which is very mm. force unleashed. Yes. They're fighting each other, but who's on a higher level? <laughs> well, I think Kylo Ren is more powerful in this movie than Rey. I um, think so, yeah. I think she's more raw. She's always been more raw power, but he's probably more power trained. Yeah, but Can, he's also Skywalker, so he's yeah. pretty much as powerful, really. But I think he's more powerful in this one, because spe- like in that scene... He is trying hard, but she is busting a nut to get this ship. I was fully expecting like bloody nose, like everything breaking mm. within her to do. But this. do you not think that's also her letting her emotions of Chewie get stolen? Also, take where he has no emotional, okay, so he can just be all of his power into that. Where she's like fighting off emotion, like if I don't do this, Chewie's going to get taken away. He's going to get killed. Oh my god, it's going to be my fault. A little bit of that, but I also think she wants to be better than him. Oh yeah. So I think there's like that's a, another reason why she, which is very a dark side of the force thing to be well, like yeah. want to be better than somebody else. Mm. But at the same time, as I said, this this is all really interesting and it, it's good that we have these conversations <laughs> about this stuff. Like yeah. you don't want to just be like yeah, he, she's good and he's bad. I, I will say I audibly gasped when she used force lightning. So did I. I didn't no had no clue that was going to happen. Connor, mm-hmm. did you have any inkling at oh, all? No, I didn't think she was going. I didn't have it. Yeah, and, and I, I love that. That everyone, I'd say, literally everyone in the cinema who's seen that was just like, fuck. 
Because that's oh. that's a dark side only thing. Exactly. Because mm. even I, who's not big into that, like I know that's fucking Palpatine. That's dark side. That's like you cannot do that if you are truly connected to the Jedi and all that shit. So when she when she did that, I was like, "What does this mean? Oh man, is she really evil? Yeah, oh man." That was Palpatine's whole thing, wasn't it? That he he really loved using Force Lightning. Yeah, well, Dooku could use it as well. But yeah, but Palpatine, Palpatine was, like the, was like, that was his go-to. That was his signature move. Yeah. Right. And you told me, is it that the Jedi can heal and then the Sith can take energy away? All right, well, if you, if you want to get into that bit, then, yeah, so, so Jedi... Light side <laughs> users can Force heal. But in doing so, it takes a little bit of them away. Okay. Or a little bit of their So they're, like, giving... Well. So... They're giving a little bit of themselves to help you. Mm. And obviously that'll come into play later on. Later on. Yes, in a but big way. In a big way. In a big way. But while the Sith use Force Drain, so like, specifically Darth Nihilus yeah. would have used that to keep them, like it's how they, it's a way of keeping themselves alive but like killing the other person. Yeah, so, but Darth so. Nihilus had no bodily form either. Though, yeah, he was uh, just a force. I was lost as everybody else. Sorry. <laughs> Darth Nihilus was just. I just watching the two of you just. <laughs> Darth Nihilus was just like uh, he was a consciousness. Okay. And essentially living in a suit of armor, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. His body had been destroyed because of dark side use. Right. Okay. And then okay. you kind of see Palpatine use it. At yeah. the end. So he was using force drains. So like not caring about them, but he was restoring himself. Right. So in Still had a melty face though. I think, <laughs> I think it's an important thing that if you're the doctor, you have to have a melty face. Well, Anakin didn't. Uh, until he got no, melty. He, he didn't have a melty face. No, Dooku. Melty face. Look at all right, look at Count Dooku. Oh, actually no, fair enough. Count Dooku. He was the Count least Count Dooku me- himself. Favorite Green Day album. <laughs> 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 Count Dooku Jesus lads It's been a long day C3 P-O. Oh there's so many letters um, no, so, Count Dooku was a beautiful Christopher Lee So that's Yeah true. no actually that's You don't good. hide Christopher Lee um, So the group actually escape And um, Poe suggests that they go back to This Kajimi? planet Kajimi. Yeah A planet Does he have connected Does he live Did he grow up there he had something to do with it anyway. He, but he was, was a, there in his youth. He was a herb smuggler. Uh, spice runner. A spice, spice runner. runner. Yeah. Spice boy. A spice <laughs> boy himself. He's runner a spicy spice. boy. But <laughs> Emeryn is quite spicy. <laughs> the, uh, that looks like a miserable place to live Yeah, as well. But I think the idea is everywhere is miserable. Unless you're on a sand plant, which is amazing. There's parties every 42 parties. years. But I, I, yeah, I guess this was to show, like, this is what living under... The Empire or the First Order, whatever they're calling it, the Final Order. Well, it was still the First Order at that time. At that time, okay. Palpatine's one would have been the, the Final Order, Order sixty-seven, maybe. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he'd no more clones though to corrupt yeah, this course. one. <laughs> of course, of course. But the thing about that is, they they go there to get CP, C three POs. Lads, come on! Amateur hour. Oh, trying God. your best. I'm really <laughs> trying. What do you fucking do this? <laughs> <laughs> so the robot boy, the robot boy has all these the dagger notes. Mm-hmm. Got to get it out of him. How are they going to get robot boy to talk? Well, they have to go to little. What's the guy called? Babu Freak. Babu, Babu Freak. Freak. I love Babu Freak. He's so good. He's only in it for about 60 seconds of screen time, but he's pretty great. <laughs> he is. He's like, 
he's not the same level for me as Baby Yoda, but a lot of he's people, real close. he is yeah. real close. He is great. Yeah. I love I'd love if he showed up in the Mandalorian. That'd be fun. That would be hilarious. And it's when they get to this planet that uh, Kylo and the Order sixty seven all <laughs> all show up, and um, they are they because they sense Kylo senses that Rey is there, but he doesn't know where. Right? No, no. The the Knights of Ren follow them to that planet. Oh, sorry, yeah, the yeah. Knights of Ren are just in always in the background. Yeah. Of all the scenes, so they follow him, and then they told Kylo. They were They're on, on Kajimi. Kajimi. Mm. And then Rey was aboard Kylo's ship. She, yeah, because the ship lands and Rey, Kylo gets off to go search for her. And then they realise that the ship is there, so they get onto the ship. No, just because they know Chewie's there. Yeah, because they want to get they Chewie off. Chewie. After, though. This is all after. A certain thing happens. A certain thing happens with 3PO. Oh, yes, I do apologise. So they're all pour one out. And also, nearly more importantly... The sexual tension between Poe and Zori. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> they, do, they do a lot with a mask, don't they? Oh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't think she's doing a lot of work there. I think just Oscar Isaac Poe Dabbert has sexual chemistry with everyone. Me and Sean have talked about this. That's true. Every scene that man is in, regardless of gender or animal or creature, it looks like he's going to have sex with that thing. So. And you even see that at the very start of the movie as well. Remember when him and Ray are having the little argument? Yeah. I thought they were... Because oh, yeah. she was smiling as they were giving out. Yeah. She was oh, like, she... you're a difficult man, Paul. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. Oh, he could... is. He is. <laughs> I bet you could control him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, even in that scene, as you said, he's just having a chat with like this girl with the helmet down. Yeah. yeah. Or the helmet on that you're just kind of like... Yeah, they're going to have sex right now. Yeah. <laughs> just, On top of that roof, <laughs> with children being stolen for the First Order's use. Poor Dameron is a sex fiend. <laughs> it's just Oscar Isaac. He just has... I don't know what it is. But she gives them the Imperial coin. Or oh, the yeah. Captain's medallion. Captain's medallion. To get past any blockades. Yeah, That's a very valuable thing to just give away. Very valuable and also a great McGuffin. <laughs> When you think about it. Well, like, I just feel like that character wouldn't have given it. A hundred percent, that character would say, fuck you, I'm going to get out of here. But I like that... I didn't like that she lived at the end, by the way. Because her whole planet got destroyed, and then we're just meant to... She's like, gave him the coin, and then we see that planet get destroyed later on, and he's like, oh no! And then at the end she just turns up and he's like, oh, you got off! How yeah, but then we got that beautiful scene with Babu Freak. Of course. <laughs> of course. Back to Babu. Back, back, back to, to Babu. Babu. So, so Babu realises that he has to get the big memories out of the big robot boy, right? That's huh? an easy <laughs> out of saying C-3PO. Yeah. That's the one, right? <laughs> so um, he realises that he's going to have to reset him. And we have that moment where he kind of takes a moment, he looks around and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, just taking one final look at my friends. I thought that was really good. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. Mm. And it, I liked, I, C-3PO absolutely didn't want to do it. Mm. But then he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do the it." The line that got me was, "Was it was it Ray or was it Poe?" And they said, "You know the odds." Oh, Ray, if, said, yeah. Ray's like, "If you don't tell us, what's our chances of winning?" And he's mm. like, "Oh, so oh, I, you got I, me. You got I, me with the numbers. I, I have to do this because we have a zero percent chance of winning if I don't tell you, and yeah. we have a ten percent chance of doing if we do. Yeah. If I do, the um, now we see later on that R two has memory backups." Mm. See, 3 has gotten his memory wiped before. Yeah. Is there hardly a backup of that kicking around and then he remembers everything? I don't know. Because then you remember Anakin building him. Mm. Yeah, no. I What's the... The memory is before they go off for The Force Awakens. Well, see, we don't know how much of a memory backup he has, but at the end of Episode 3, they were told to wipe the droids. 
Both of them. Both of them. Okay. I then. think I think no. Well, I don't think R two. I don't because R two knows who Obi Wan is. R two remembers Obi Wan. Well, three PO doesn't. But three yes. PO would have like be able to talk, whereas R two can't talk. So it would have yeah. he. They wouldn't need them. They probably would look. Well, three PO just understands R two. But like in that sense, then R two could just tell three PO everything that actually. Just, went they on. just went through. Suppose, yeah, I suppose. So I don't know. I know they did say wipe the droids. Okay. But now whether but R2 still knows who Obi-Wan is. Yeah. So did they say wipe the protocol droids? I can't exactly remember how okay. the conversation went. That would be amazing but, though. I'd love if you remembered and, everything. And so he loses his memory. That was a very sad scene. At the same time, that's when Ray is like, oh, Chewie's up there. And I think it's, it's the idea of like they've literally just lost one of their best friends. Mm. And now there's a chance that they can get one of their best friends back or else save them. Well, Chewie had the dagger. Exactly, as well. but I think it was more. It was the dagger. Oh, as well. I wanted to save him. No, no, fuck Chewie. Let's no. get the fucking dagger. You know what I mean? <laughs> Chewie and chains and a dagger next to him. And you're just and like looking back, back and, and forth for him. <laughs> like, match cut, match cut, match cut. Um, Chewie, sorry. <laughs> uh, but then they get onto the ship, and this is when Kylo and Ray have like um, their force connection going on. Kylo Ren must look insane on that <laughs> Oh absolutely yes Just stomping around swinging a lightsaber She goes to his headquarters or is it his training room or something His personal quarters, quarters yeah. Really, yeah. yeah and so he doesn't know where she is she doesn't know where he is and they're having like a full conversation about uh, the dagger because she touches the dagger and she sees her parents getting killed by it I think it is uh, no, That's only during the well, she has it in her hand and yeah. it's going through when Kylo is telling her she only sees that happen when Kylo's like, really think about your parents. Yeah, right, okay. She does pick it up uh, when they get from the ship, and she's mm. like, this dagger's done terrible things. And she uses the force, uh, these are not the droids you're looking for, and the stormtroopers. And that was yeah. glorious when Poe that- to Finn. She done that to us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's where his mind goes. Yeah. He's like, can I use that on other ladies? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> For you devil. <laughs> um, so I like the idea that they like they worked their way through and you're like, oh, they're going to get away with it. And then they just become completely overwhelmed on their way out. But before that is the big moment is when they're having the conversation that uh, it, it revealed that Palpatine is her grandfather well, he doesn't say that until he gets back onto the ship. Okay. In that little vision, it's just think about oh, yeah, your parents. Oh, you think about, and he's like, I'll tell. And then they have the little about. fight. Yeah. In which he realizes, then after they knock over the Vader's the helmet pedestal stand, of Vader, yeah. On. And he's like, Oh, I see where you are. I'll come tell you the rest of the story. Like. Yeah. And so then they're trying to get out of there as fast as possible with Chewie mm. and the dagger, and they get completely overwhelmed. And uh, that's when Kylo turns up, and it's like on the hangar. Or the landing bay, I suppose. Yeah, in and, one of the hangars, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's like, yeah, Palpatine is... Palpatine is your granddaddy. And Well, what? before all this, sorry, there's been a traitor in the First mm. Order this whole time. <laughs> I was completely overlooking him because I forgot my Everyone overlooks him. Everyone. Hawks don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> he lets them out and he's like, shoot me so I'll get away with it. And he dies in about 65 seconds after that. Yeah. He doesn't last another minute. Poor yeah. Donald Gleeson. Yeah. How much do you think The Last Jedi... I thought he was great in The Last Jedi, though. Yeah, he see he was different now than he was in Force Awakens. He was much more the butt of the joke for a lot of the Last Jedi. Yes. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I thought in the Force Awakens it was like he was like the Grand Moff Tarkin, yes. but just a little more emotional than Grand Moff Tarkin. Maybe a little more inexperienced. Yeah. Even. But I really liked him and Kylo as bickering brothers. 
fighting back and forth mm. over who was actually the leader of whatever the first order yeah um, and especially when Snoke dies and he's about to kill Kylo I think that's a fucking great scene where he's about to kill and then Kylo wakes up and he's like oh well oh, how, how's it going yeah I'm doing nothing what, <laughs> what are you talking about I'll hail the supreme leader <laughs> yeah well I, yeah he gets just shot in which the is, chest which is sad because Hux is as we said a great character but, yeah, but, I, but what, that's the what, way that's the only way he could have gone what though. do you do with him after that yeah no, like, yeah. How do you really like if you don't do it yourself? How do you do it then? And he was—it's got to be a final battle, like. And, and the mole had to be somebody that we already knew, rather than somebody they just introduced yeah. ten minutes ago. Yeah. So it, he was the only one in the first yeah. order that we actually knew, other than Kylo, and it wasn't going to be Kylo. No, so. I did like his motivation that he just wanted Kylo Ren to lose because it's bickering brothers. They just don't mm. like it. He's just so like I hate him that he's just so good. <laughs> Everyone loves him. I'm like the middle child. <laughs> But uh, no, I, uh, I suppose it's the only way you could do it. But yeah. it just it felt a little, I don't know. I like how cold it was. Yeah. I, re- I really liked the idea that he's like, I got away with it. I was, I was sabotaged. They shot me, and they got away, and they forced me into it. And they like, he doesn't even look at him. He just shoots him straight in the chest. General Pride not yeah. having a bit of it. He was he, like, yeah. this lad. He is... doesn't even break stride. He just keeps walking, gets the gun, shoots him in the chest. Like, now tell me about the reports. <laughs> he's talking to somebody else. Like, I, I really like so, that. Yeah. To inform the supreme leader, I found her. I found her. Yeah, role. exactly. Her so, uh, as I said, this is where um, it is revealed about Palpatine and all that. Both of you, give me your initial thoughts, Sean. First up, what were your thoughts when you found out this? Um, I'm not mad at it. Mm. I think it's. I prefer that to her being a Skywalker by birth. Mm. Um, there, there was a few theories I saw like back when Force Awakens came out. Who were his parents? A few people caught, like said they were, she might have been Palpatine's uh, either daughter or granddaughter. There was a YouTube video of that that Nerd got soup. recommended to me like two weeks ago. And I looked at it and I was like, or no, it was, it was after I seen the movie. And I was like, sure, obviously, what are you talking about? And then I was like, two years ago, I was like, oh, yeah. well, that's very impressive. And when you break it down, they have the same lightsaber fighting style. Do they? Like they both use the upward jab a lot. Do you think that is just luck, or... When you see it side by side, it is, like, flawless. I really... Yeah, but I think Star Wars fans would look more into that than the guys who didn't even bother writing the three movies at once to find out where it was going to end. I think they just got real lucky that she has a wild swing. How... Who did Palpatine have a kid with? There's the main question that I first off, I was like, he oh, was oh, sorry, he pulls. No, I see. I already know. I presume it might have been. I'm, tr- I'm trying to eye up the ears here. Yeah, we were trying to work with the. But he was chancellor for a few years. And he was a regular dude. So he was trying yeah. to pretend to be a regular dude. So he gets a wife. Maybe has a child. Yeah. So yeah. like, there's no Sith laws against marriage. Or- marriage and. Getting down They're with. fucking all day. <laughs> they encourage it. So. Yeah. While there obviously is the Jedi ones. But, so then, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I was like looking at his son, I don't know, what is he, like, mid-30s, early-30s? Like, yeah. he wasn't, they weren't Gendry that from old. Game of Thrones. Mm. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'd say 30, 35 if. So if it was in the, if it was so in the prequels. Around Clone Wars. Yeah, if it was time. in, if it was in the prequels. He would have had him say where well, he pretended to be a normal guy, a, cha- a chancellor or whatever, and then the child would have been about thirty when the the original tri- trilogy happened. Rey is nineteen, nineteen in Force Away. Oh, hang on, and oh, then, hang on, maybe there's a few too many years then. 
Because there's 20 years between like 3 and 4. Oh, and then 20. And then there's another like 25 years between yeah. 6 and this. He's not 40. Well, maybe it was when he was the emperor. Oh, he was the emperor. I mean, technically the emperor could do what he wants. I suppose. That's, that's true. I suppose. It, it might not be fun for everyone involved. Yeah, it mightn't have been fun for everyone involved. Well, yeah. But Anakin was conceived through the force. <laughs> oh, that's Rocco again. Force-conceived babies. <laughs> that's only going to confuse everybody. Does that mean Snow well, and Anakin like, have the same father? No, it specifically said, <laughs> yeah. said Palpatine's not Anakin's dad. Okay. But... It's like Plagueis and Palpatine were supposed to have made Anakin through the Force. They were med- yeah, they were meddling with like creating life with the Force, and then the Force decided they were going to make the chosen one to destroy the Sith as punishment. Oh, okay, fair enough. And so they made Hayden Christensen. So that turned out to be Anakin, right? And yeah. then, so obviously, then he knew he could do it. So yeah. unle- like he says, Ray is his granddaughter. Which must mean he. It must definitely been like a he didn't just make line. his son. It was must have been a direct line. Yeah, because I presume he obviously got with someone to have his own son. I, I think, think the, be- the crux of this matter is we don't want to picture the emperor getting yeah, down I, with it. I think the real question is then the son knows that Palpatine, the most evil man in the world, is his father. Yeah, or whatever. He obviously doesn't want any. Or, or his or the daughter or the mother or whatever. It could be a boy or a girl, but like. Well, no, it said, it said the sun. Is it the sun? It's the sun. Okay, yeah. right. But then in the flashback, they just looked like normal people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, no, like, is they, it just this, like is, this is a tie in comic waiting to happen, is what it is. Absolutely. Yeah, well, how, how did he become estranged from his father? He might have just decided it wasn't for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he might have just said <laughs> When yeah, your dad is like, the most yeah. evil being in the universe, and, and you're just like, Dad, I don't yeah. want to. And then his dad isn't happy about that. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Be, Sean, he wouldn't be. Like, well, also, maybe he technically couldn't use the Force, so he was of no use to Palpatine. Yeah. That would be interesting. If, if the you Force have, skipped a generation. If yeah. you were the most powerful Sith, and his son, and your can't, son use, can't use the Force. Yeah. Because, like, we know not every... It just so happens that the Skywalkers could. Yeah. But, like, you see, like, Obi-Wan's parents, or Mace Windu's parents, they didn't necessarily use the Force because they didn't become Jedi or, like, whatever. Yeah, and Jedi, by so and large, can't have kids. Yeah. So that's why it never really happens. Interesting. That's why there's so rarely a family of Force users. Yeah, okay. And and the idea of Palpatine as the grandfather, we're all think that's really cool. It's, pro- it's definitely better than... I'm, I'm, okay, with it. I'm okay with it. I'm, I, but I'm as okay as I would have been if she was a Kenobi or a Qui-Gon Is this not the worst piece of improv ever, Sean? In that, th- I read this tweet, and me and you always talk about yes anding. Yeah. On Im- in improv, and you, someone said something, you say yes and, and instead of that, what JJ and Ryan Johnson did was no but. Yeah. So Ryan just like she, they're nobody. And JJ's like they're nobody, but they wanted to. Th- be. They wanted to be nobody, but they're actually somebody. <laughs> See, look, this was the one that was always going to cause the most issue with this film. Yeah. Because JJ that- clearly wanted her to have a lineage, and J- Ryan Johnson thought it was more interesting if she didn't. Yeah, and I think both sides are right. I I, th- I I think for Star Wars it has to be. Like, I know I've said I prefer the Rain Johnson road than yeah. I do JJ. I I see. but I think the Palpatine line solves a lot of issues they have with the Force Awakens yeah. as yeah. to why she's so powerful. So uh, yeah, that's why I like the Palpatine line. because yeah. like now it's like she's not just a Mary Sisu, she's the granddaughter of the most powerful Force user ever ever. So like, oh, okay, so she has a lot of power, she can do a lot of things, but she doesn't 
really know what she's doing at the same time. Yeah, okay. it's just raw power. Yeah, it's a, it's a kid with a baseball bat. I mean, it's like yeah, if she thinks about it, she can do so much. But like, yeah, and I don't think that um, her parents being nobodies. I like that idea still, but I I think to please the majority of fans. Once again, they did the questionnaire. <laughs> do you want Ray to have somebody that we know or nobody as their parent as her parents? Mm. Just, just see the box, add up all those takes, right? We'll give her fuck a palpatine. <laughs> yeah, and um, a lot of this movie centers around like the family you choose. Like we see, like C three PO is looking out over his friends, mm. and they're all, you know, they all only have each other. Also, speaking of which. Kelly Marie Tran got did dirty in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, no. Connor's crossed his arms. (laughs) Connor has crossed his arms. Just thinking about, like, in The Last Jedi, to go from that that central of a character. And, like, her whole thing at the end was, like, we fight for the ones we love. Yeah. And then... And then... 73 seconds of screen time she has. I think that was so much... (laughs) equal. Equal to the last one. Um, I would say that... Uh, JJ clearly did not like that character what I will say about In The Last Jedi her love story with Finn made no sense but her as a character is still useful she was super interesting as a character a super interesting character whose sister died fighting a war that she's now part of she died because of Poe Dameron yeah that she could always have that weird thing with the two of them but to, to go from that to taking her completely out of the movie like I just said it was definitely noticeable uh, very much awesome. You know, Thomas, Connor, 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 come right. on, Connor. You know Thomas, right? So, uh, Alfred, we have a friend, uh, yeah, friend. Sorry, we have a friend, Thomas, and he uh, he despises the Last Jedi and everything it stands okay. for. Right? So nice point, <laughs> lovely man. No, but like, yeah. So remember the scene at the very start where they're going on the the mission, and Finn goes and so- speaks to Rose. Yeah, and like, do you want to come? And he, she was like, oh, I can't. I have to do, look at the old. Um, Star Destroyer specs to see can we find a weakness and he just turns to me and is like thank fuck <laughs> he was like <laughs> no, what? why he hated her right uh, um, what are your thoughts Cod I think I don't like her because I didn't like the 40 minute scene on Cantabite and I just I think thought that, everything yeah. she was kind of not everything she stood for a lot of the things were just like Slavery and the, she doesn't like the rich and all this and I'm like I'm like oh but you know is, this is not and I didn't like that at all that whole um, Canto bite scene does feel like a different movie entirely though because they also talk about like oh you're all buying your guns from the same people yeah and then yeah they're into war and <laughs> yeah like, how you're all buying from the same they, side they start talking and, about behind the scenes of Star Wars in Star Wars yeah so, a little bit yeah, yeah. So, no, I didn't and then like uh, I also when Finn is trying to sacrifice himself at the end makes that, no sense. They sacrifice themselves. No, no, it makes. The- oh, and she takes <laughs> him out. Anger in your eyes. Oh, yeah, right no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she just takes him out, as if to be like, "Why you sacrifice yourself?" As they blow a hole to kill all the rest of the resistance. All of our friends. Yeah, it's everything like, we're fighting for. It's like in how many movies does one person sacrifice themselves to save everyone? And then he's Finn's about to do it, and like, it wasn't his finest movie, but this would have been something that would have been like. Finn gave himself for the whole resistance. He's a real resistance hero, and then all of a sudden she takes him out, and they blow a hole in the in the. Do you think wall. that her character would be more liked if they didn't go to Cantobite in any way? If she was just in that movie, 
If she was in the movie and didn't go to Candlebite, she definitely would have been liked more. Because as a backstory, her sister passing away and because being because of Finn, as we said, and she, her like stepping up to the plate. I think that's a very interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And that as a character, I think you can definitely get behind that. But somehow, as you said, the stench of that whole Candlebite scene rubbed off on Poe and her and Finn. Like yeah. that whole movie is kind of just remembered for that. The three of them in my head are always just kind of forgotten. They're like they're over there doing weird shit. And then Ray and Kylo are kind of the main characters. Alright, well, yeah, there is yeah. that. But, like, what does Rose do in this movie, then? Like, if she goes on that mission with them, what does she do? Because she is a, like, engineer slash kind of... Engineer, ma- crew, maintenance kind of yeah, deal. So what does she do on that mission? Probably could have fixed the ship all those times it broke. <laughs> Maybe. It's always <sighs> breaking. All the lights. <laughs> they always have to fix it. Um, yeah. No, I get... You're right, like, she's, she's, she's not... She's but not essential, but she's not seventeen seconds unessential. I think, to, uh, uh, yeah, to go from main character to seventy-three seconds feels like you're appealing to the wrong kind of. Not you're appealing to the wrong kind of people. You're making changes that are so. Drastic. It's a very knee-jerk mm. reaction. Yeah, just be like, just take her out, just completely. You know, just she's not. Out. She's not in Star Wars anymore. Don't worry no, about. No, I know. I do get, it, but it's just like, what, even if you like, give what her, she do in the movie though, seventy-six like, seconds. She did. I think it was seventy-six. Maybe was seventy-seven maybe, seconds. Maybe, gonna... maybe let's re-ray a draft seventy-eight. Let's we'll just keep working it up until about five she minutes. Had a big fight at the end. I, I like. She's there also. If she's not. Why is she not on a ship? Well, she was on. She was part of the ground force team. The ground. Oh, ground yeah, she was. You do yeah. see her. She's in a few scenes. Okay. In the obviously not for very long. Yeah, but the, she is in a few scenes. I, I think that's my thing. Is that time. like it's her, what, the weight that she has in this story isn't balanced to what it was before. Her and Finn have like literally no conversation other than that one at the start. They never address the sexual tension. <laughs> there was, to be honest, with you, there was no sexual tension. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think there was. Any, I thought it was all her wanting him. I thought it was Finn and Porter the whole oh, thing. And, and then she's her drunk. She's like, I'm in love with you. I'm like the, these two. Is there a thing that is... I know... Sorry. I know Poe has sex with chemistry with everyone, but go yes, on. N- indeed. But Finn wants to say something to Ray. Yes. Oh, yes. Now, that's never said what it is. I've been reading that it's that he's Force-sensitive. Yeah, I, I we, was going along with he was Force-sensitive. Yeah, okay. that when they're sinking. Yeah. Is that a Sarlacc pit? No. No, Where? it's no, it's just a sand, or not? Uh, it's like just like wet sand, kind of. Okay, all right. Sinky sand. Sinky, Sinky sand. sand. The worst kind of sand. <laughs> but, uh... Were they trying to set up for that Finn likes Ray? I don't think so. Yeah, I thought it was he was trying to tell her that he could use the Force. Okay, or yeah. like a little bit use the Force, like kind of like Leia in Episode Five used the Force. Like he's sensitive or to how it. Leia used it in Episode Eight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Flying through space. That's what? another one of those scenes we forget. <laughs> um, I would say that I think they missed out on a big opportunity with Finn in this movie, in that. He really probably should have become some sort of Jedi, even if he's not as powerful as Rey. Because is there not a cooler idea that a stormtrooper goes from that to defecting to becoming a Jedi? Like I think that's a really cool idea that was kind of wasted. And you know, yeah, well I know they've said they're done with the Skywalker story, but who's not to say in twenty years' time they decide sure we'll do another trilogy with Rey and Finn? And Ray is now after Finn, Finn. Kenobi. Qui Gon Finn. Qui Gon Finn. Qui Gon. There was an interview and someone asked Oscar Isaacs, "Oh, would you consider reprising this role?" And he just laughed and said, "No." <laughs> That's because this is like this is like such a major thing that like their lives have just been this. 
for mm. so many years. But I'd yeah. say you would have said to Hayden Christensen all those years ago, would you do this again? And after all the shit he took, I'd yeah. say he would have said no. But then, no, he didn't really come back. But he came back and did some voice stuff. Yeah, and he was cool with it. And he was, yeah. So, like, and I think everyone was happy to see him. I loved that. I loved it. We're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. But I did love that bit so much. Yeah. But I think it's kind of the same thing where, like, he came back after a lot of hate. I think if you give these guys 15, 20 years, they'd be like, do you know what? I wouldn't mind doing that But again. does that not fill you with sadness that the Star Wars fandom is God, like... There's, just, there's some fans out there who are too much. It's, and as I'm, I'm more... Like, I, there's fans out there who are too much. Yeah. And as I've said to you, I don't completely hate The Last Jedi like some of them. Like, there's some really there's good some scenes. really good stuff in it that I yeah. like. But the bad stuff is See, fucking But here's dreadful. the thing. You're allowed to dislike a movie. Like, yeah. you're allowed to say, I didn't really like that movie. But to say, like, this is the worst fucking movie ever. And everyone, go in, this kill movie, yourself. everyone in this movie is should go kill themselves. Oh, no, yeah. There's a too far. Yeah. yeah. Like, Whereas I can say it to you, like, The Last Jedi, I watched it, I was like, there are some really good scenes in that movie. There's some bad, there's some cantabite scenes that are mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. But the a movie that has that throne room scene and the Laura Dern scene... You can't have two of those in the same movie and go, that movie's a complete waste of time. Because those two scenes I watched and went, that's fucking, that's great. I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's a tough one to navigate. And I think this will be the one that's debated for ages. Yeah. Um, um, I, going back to the where we are in the film, do you remember the bit where... Do you remember the bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, after they find out who Ray's... Grandfather. Is. Yes. What happens next? They go to Kefbir Jada. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, that was the character. <laughs> they hang out with Kef, and um, that is where they realise that the Sith Wayfinder is because they have the little map. And yeah. they, it's is it a slow? It's an old Star Destroyer, is it? Which that they turn up to that uh, planet that they think the Sith Wayfinder is at. Luke's map that's leads them there. Oh, the Dagger, sorry. The Death Star. That's, that's the Death Forest Road of Endor. That's Endor, Christ. yeah. Sorry, I apologise. Um, you should apologise. Yeah, she, she not realise it was the Emperor's throne it's room the, for episode it's 6. It's the second Death Star, right? So, and uh, this dagger is like a Swiss army knife. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> keep flipping. Ooh. <laughs> um, so after she uses the bottle opener on the, <laughs> on the dagger, um, they realise they have to cross the, the, all the water and Finn and Rare. Finn and Poe are like, oh, we'll wait till tomorrow. We'll get some sleepy poos. Ray's already swimming. Ray's already just uh, goggles on. <laughs> ready. But they meet other uh, defected stormtroopers. I like the idea that they feel they meet the defected stormtroopers and Ray or Finn kind of becomes like, uh, I don't know, a leader to them. But like they talk to him and Poe and it would make sense that like the two of them would stand out like, oh, we have a connection. You defected as well. Yeah. That's so cool. It's Yeah, it's cool that others have done it. Yeah, and they th- and I like the I like the conversation they have when they're talking about like as children getting kidnapped and being put into that and being making being trained. Is she Lando's daughter? I think oh. at the end it's a subtle hint. That Is it it's Lando's yeah. daughter? Yeah. Because why does everybody have to be fucking related? <laughs> fucking let me have somebody in Star Wars. No, uh, I think it is subtly hinted at because I think his he does have a family and then his daughter does get taken away. Yeah. By so the I, first I, order. I think that she's meant to be right. his daughter. And they, why, that's what that's also why I think also because of the time we're living in now, we didn't get a 
a dirty little Lando line where he's, you know, flirting yeah. with the young one or something. Because mm. I feel people probably wouldn't like that now. Let's be not. fair now, yeah. We might not like it. Not like he was with Leia in episode five. Oh, no. God. <laughs> Let's just leave that one. Most <laughs> scenes of them just having <laughs> sex. Really unnecessary. Really unnecessary. Um, so, yeah, they, they, Ray realises that's where the Sith Wayfinder is. So uh, she's already swimming across and mm-hmm. she finds it. And then a certain Mr. Kylo Ren turns up. Well, she has that vision scene. Yeah, we can't gloss over that. Yeah. Connor. So, guys, sorry. <laughs> Why she of... picks it up. Yeah. And then the scene from the trailer then with the ray with the double-sided lightsaber. Yes. I still there. think that's a ridiculous lightsaber design. You would cut yourself up. Yeah, it flips out <laughs> so yeah. wide. It's so wide. You'd be done. Absolutely <laughs> done. so dumb. It's a terrible Swiss Army knife. <laughs> it was kind of good because also like it was a throwback to episode 5 with Luke and Dagobah. Yeah, in the fighting, cave of evil. Yeah, mm. he's fighting the, the Darth Vader that's actually him mm. under, under the mask. Yeah. But um, I know that was just a little cool little bit that was thrown. I in. think they just did that for the trailer. Why I skipped it is because I think they just like that whole... This would be cool to the well, trailer. Well, it kind of makes sense as well. It's like, this is who you'd be if you... Turned evil. Turned into the Palpatine you're supposed to be. Yeah, this is who you could be. And then that's where she reveals that him... her She keeps seeing uh, her and Kylo on the thrones. She says that to Finn. Oh, on the Sith throne. Yeah, on right. the Sith thrones together. Mm. Um, and so then you see Kylo and he breaks the wayfinder. He's like, you're going to have to come with me. If you want to go, you're yeah. going to have to come mm. with me because I'm the only one who has one. Um, because there's only two of them saws <laughs> and so they have an amazing fight I think this might be the best scene in the whole movie it's a good it's a good fight it is um, okay where to start very jumpy very flippy it's like Mustafar but on water yes I don't think it's as jumpy and flippy though I think it's just like because like, they're not fighting each other as they jump so it's like they just jump across one the jumps water and the other follows and it, it imp- but it looked like they were actually trying to hit each other Whereas the prequels, didn't, are, didn't. the prequels kind of have a little bit of a dance that they're just kind of going choreography, kind of like this looks cool. But episode three is better for it. Episode one, they're very clearly like, "I'm going to swing here and he's going to jump." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whereas I found in this one, it looked like they were even trying to attack each other. I like at the the bit at the end where Ray's getting tired. Yeah, mm. and it's like she gets all her strength and she takes one swing, mm. and then she's just out for a little bit and she takes another swing. Like she's back by the end. Of what it. what I loved is that scene. Uh, is like a mirror image of Obi Wan and Anakin on uh, yeah, almost afar when they're fighting over the lava. But this time it's just water, so it's the complete yeah. opposite side mm. of the. But it's like it's forty years down the line, but it's just or no, it's more than forty. It's was it fifty? Probably close. Yeah. So yeah, I, no, oh no, over fifty because like yeah, over but 50 but like because. this is literally just lava turned to water. And they're fighting on the second Death Star, and they're just having the same. And I was just watching like that is really cool. Like mm-hmm. as as teams, are just opposite. They're just like because these two are like neither of them are evil or good. So there's no like lava. It's just water because they're both just fighting each other. But then you have the thing with Leia. Well, Kylo is still Kylo. Kylo Kylo's still much better as well. Oh, he's still. I think that this scene as well showed that he was stronger than Ray. He's he's movie. always been stronger, but that that's why we kind of well not. Not necessarily. I think in like eight, it was she was like higher. as powerful as him in eight. I think, mm. but I think in this one, it just because like even just the simple little things of she jumps across, he jumps further across. Right, yeah. little things like that. Obviously, now maybe obviously physical stamina comes into whatever, but he wasn't tired when she was just swinging wildly. Because she's probably end. putting like all of her effort into that, yeah. and I don't think he's trying to kill her. 
No, I think he I wants think, her to come with him. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, like that. He wants to overthrow the Emperor. He's yeah. on the defensive, really. Like, she's swinging at him, and he's just blocking, and he's just, yeah. tra- he's just trying to keep into the fight for as long as it takes for her to just stop fucking swinging for five seconds, and he'd be like, here, Ray, just chill. We can do this together. Yeah, yeah. Come like, with me. See, it's funny, because it's kind of like, Obi-Wan, so, like, you were going on about Mace Windu and v- Vipad earlier. Yeah. And, like, Obi-Wan was, like, Master of Sorsu. So, like, that's pure defense. Right. So you let your guy swing out. You're tiring him out. And then you finish him. You're like Rocky. Rope-a-dope. You gotta <laughs> rope-a-dope them. <clears throat> Basically, yeah. yeah. So exactly. Like, it kind yeah. of seems similar to that, in a way. Okay. Um, and this is where Leia comes into it. Yeah. She this says, this is my, like, I know what to do. Yeah, well, I see, this is a nice carryover from Last Jedi. Because one of the lines Kylo says to Rey is, you can't be force-projecting this far the effort would kill you. Mm. So I think she, I think Leia knows this. We can presume that Luke taught her how to do it. Yes. And she, she senses Rey and Kylo about to fucking kill each other. And so she kills herself. I think it's kind of like she sacrifices her force energy or just herself really to take the bad out of Kylo Ren. Is that how you've seen it? Because I I think that's what the emperor says. When he says to General Pride, when they have their little hologram meeting, because mm. he's like, you know, he knows what's happened. He sensed what's happened. He knows that the princess of Alderaan has sacrificed herself. See, I, I, to... I read it much more as Leia reaching out to her son, yeah, using all her energy, like her last breath, to do it. That's kind of what I see, and as that well. distracted him. Because he kind of, because he goes like, he, does he say, "Mom"? No, uh, I think he just kind of stops and turns. He just around. kind of stops and looks into the distance, and then Ray stabs him straight through the stomach. Mm. And but I think that was enough, like just to have his mother reach out to him once. Yeah, no, I get what because, you're saying because he, he thought he couldn't go back to her. Yeah, and but she even was after, still ever for everything. Yeah, he's and, still, yeah. and she reaches out and says, "It's okay," like or whatever. And mm. then in that moment, he realizes one, she's trying to reach out to him, and two, this means she's dead. Because if she's reaching out to him, that means she's a date. Mm. And yeah, so he stops. The effort would kill her. The effort would kill her. So he stops. And that's when Ray stabs him and then immediately starts healing him again. Yeah, because she realizes Leia's just died. Yeah. And she realized what Leia just did. It's like she died so she could give her son a chance yeah. at turning back to the light. Right. Okay. And then Han Solo's back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ray runs away then, and Finn is like, Finn does his classic, Ray! <laughs> oh, what a good line a by Finn. The staple of the movie. <laughs> the staple of Finn, screaming Ray. It's, I got a bad feeling about this. And Ray! <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming after her. Um, so she flies away, and she flies away in... To Ky- Octu, in, in Kylo Ren's, in Kylo Ren's ship, because he has the sit wayfinder in it. She doesn't know that, though. No. Only when Luke basically tells her. Yeah. It's okay. there. But anyway, she's like, there's no over, way to Exegol. <laughs> he's he's like, over the fucking head. Yeah. Here, you fucking moron. <laughs> I'm a ghost and I know it. <laughs> I drew you this fucking map on crayon. <laughs> Come on. Um, and so then Han- Kylo has the moment about ha- Han Solo. What did you think of that? I liked it. I liked it. I thought... I, uh, I think it just kind of helped cement that he is Ben... Yeah. And Kylo is dead. I love the fact that it's the same conversation, but it means completely different. Yeah. yeah. I love how Han Solo goes, I know. Yeah. And also, I kind of think it should have been Hayden Christensen. What? If Darth Vader said it's never too late to turn back, 
Yeah, I, but I think it has more emotional attachment. I get, where, I do get where you're going with this. I yeah. feel he would have been better later in the movie. But I think the Han Solo for this moment was the right thing to do. Even though, it's not, even though it's not a force goal, it's just a memory. Let's get that cleared up straight away. It's just a memory. Yeah. It's not actually... Like, oh, Han, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Han yeah, can't yeah. use the force. Just, <laughs> it's just anyone who's thinking, that's so stupid. Why could Han appear? He couldn't use the force. Yeah. It's a memory or it's like just something in his head that's... Well, it's appear. literally word for word the same yeah. conversation. It's convenient when memories forgive you, isn't it? It's <laughs> it's very nice, actually. It's very nice. I don't have it myself. Imagine <laughs> how he just turned on the lightsaber again. <laughs> there has to be a cut of that somewhere. <laughs> and Solo's like, he just rubs his forehead. He's like, right, we'll do it again. Give me five. Right, hang on. Let's, uh, let's do this the retake. Back to one. Turn back around. Turn back around. We'll do this again until you stop fucking stabbing me. And then we'll get on the right page. But it's like, I do like that moment. It's I nice. It's- he finally acknowledges him as dad as well. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's lost everyone now. Because, yeah, that's both parents are gone. And yeah. both parents have reached out to him. Mm-hmm. Before they passed, now obviously he killed one of them, but that's here. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Like, this is the thing: is that in all of in Star Wars, there's a very clear like Anakin and Darth Vader are the same person, but they're different people. Mm. Like uh, Darth Vader remembers Anakin Skywalker. You know, I get, I, I never get the feeling that Kylo Ren and Ben Solo are separate in any way. No, I think. Kylo Ren is who he wants to be, but Ben Solo is who he is. Yeah. Like, he spends... Like, I know we'll probably talk about this, but Kylo Ren is the most interesting Star Wars character ever to me. I think he's fascinating. I think he's, like, the best. And I know you don't like that, Kylo Ren. No, I don't like, I, I do... I, I felt I enjoyed I, I Kylo think, Ren a lot more thanks to this movie. I, yeah. I think as a creation... He's no Pit Fisto. <laughs> I, think I think as a creation, he's much more interesting than everybody else. Just as you have the best good guys ever, and you've just taken their child, and he's corrupted, and he wants so much to be evil. Yeah. But he can't be. It's just not in him to be fu- Like, he is evil, but it's all it's always just a show. Like, deep down, he knows, and he's always fighting against himself to be like, no, I'm, I'm fucking... I'm evil. What are you talking about? I'm a bad, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, I'll help this old lady across the road, but I'm a fucking bad bitch. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I... I do think he's one of the best characters to come out of this. I think he's incredibly interesting. He's fascinating. Can't wait to see more of him. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I hope he survives. <laughs> um, so yeah, they have this moment with Han Solo. Um, do you think that moment was added in due to the fact that Leo, of course, wasn't there? If, I Har- think if so. Carrie Fisher was there, would she have been in that exact same role? Maybe. I think mm. so. May, but I still think they wanted Han in the movie. Imagine the same scene, right? Same scene. Han Solo, uh, word for word, but it's Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia saying mm. the word for word instead of Harrison Ford. Like, the exact same. So Same dialogue. It's same dialogue her husband did before yeah. he died, and she's doing the same thing, and he's having the same conversation. Mm. I, I, I think there's an argument to be made that both work. Mm. Um... See, it's hard to know. Like, I'd love, I'd pay good money to read an early draft of this with Princess Leia's full role in it. Mm. You know? No, I get that. Yeah. He, he, sure, there was no draft. They were writing it on the fly, lads. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in that moment, he throws away his lightsaber as well. Yeah. Um, yeah he just fucks it in the he, just, he doesn't care. What, don't worry about yeah. it. Did you, did you like that or dislike that? 
No, I was fine with that. He's just he's been all of He's done. He's done with Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is now dead to him. Yeah, he's moved on from that. He's moved on, Mom. God, that's not who I am anymore. Um, they get a C three peels memory to return using R two D two. Uh, but it's like an older model or an older Jedi. It's a previous it's, update. It's before he went on the mission, anyway. Yeah. So he doesn't. He doesn't remember what happened. Happened on the mission he was just on. Do you think that takes away some of the emotional thing if they just give it straight back to him, even if he only loses like a day? Um, I don't know. In the mo- see in the moment though. See, I like the idea of C three PO not remembering he's a hero. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think that fits with him very well. Mm. That he'll just keep, mo- like, and I like the idea that this has happened before. Yeah. <laughs> he he saved remember. the universe so many times. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I think that's really good. Yeah, um, and in the next scene we have Ray arriving to Palpatine's place, along with the uh, likes of Finn and Paul realizing Finn that and Paul, Ray is dead. Yeah, yeah. And, and they. That's a tough scene. That, to that's watch. Oh, and Chewie. Chewie, Chewie's oh. Chewie collapses. As as he would. He would. He's known her the longest. It, like Yeah, out of everyone there, yeah. And uh, still doesn't make up for the fact that she didn't hug him after he got off that ship in The Force Awakens. We're not going to get into it. She goes and hugs Ray. I'm like, look, Chewie said right there, man. <laughs> the, um, Ray is on Act 2 at this point as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, this is Act 3, I'd Skellig say. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. That's good. Thank you. You're not often funny. <laughs> <laughs> the um, But she meets the Force goes to Luke. Yes. Luke mm-hmm. brings his X-Wing out of the water. First things first, he catches that lightsaber. Yeah, he does. And says, not to disrespect a Jedi's weapon. I... That's a... No, that deserved... That is a definitely screw you to Ryan Johnson. Oh, absolutely. And I am oh, yeah. happy with that. You that is one of the worst things. That is one of the worst things in the force in the Last Jedi. That was what really annoyed me in it. Yeah. Was him just fucking throwing it away. Even if he did something as simple as if he gave it back to her and said, "This like it's not for me. I'm I'm not about that anymore." Yeah, that's fine. Don't throw it away. Mm. I liked it when he caught and said, "Yeah." I don't know. I think respect. I think that's like they were going to go on a character arc where he didn't give a shit about the Jedi, and then he eventually got to the point where he'd faced out the whole First Order. I'm okay with that. As you said, if he gave it back to her, I think throwing it away was the most obvious way they could show that he couldn't give a shit. Mm. It's like, this means nothing to me. I would have preferred him to break it than throw it away, honestly. Like, if he had caught it and then just, like, force exploded it. Snapped it. Yeah. I get that that takes it out of play for the rest of the series. Mm. But I just think that would have been... I don't don't even know, is it a more respectful way to disrespect it? Mm. Do you get me? <laughs> you want them to disrespect it, but not in the way he disrespected it. Just fuck it, it off a mountain. Yeah, like, it was his dad's lightsaber, and it wasn't even his. Well, it was like, like, oh, he wouldn't do it to his own. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> do it to his own. He just threw his dad's he lightsaber. Like, has a pillow on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And um, so they have that big talk where he's just kind of like, "Come on." He knew all along that she was a Palpatine, and I like that. That yeah, he knew. I knew. He knew, and Leia knew. Yeah, and, I, and they and they were okay with it. But I felt that's why. Well, I thought that was a little throwback as well to episode eight. That mm. it was like he, when, as soon as she started turning to the. Remember when she went straight to the darkness? Yeah. She went straight to the darkness. He was like, "Oh, I've no, seen babe. this." He said, "I've seen this raw power once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now." Yeah. So he's he's talking about Palpatine. Yeah. Now. And we all thought he was talking about Vader. Uh, or not Vader. Well, maybe. I thought it was Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Oh, sorry, Kylo sorry, Ren. actually, yeah. yeah, you're dead right. Vader. <laughs> Kylo Ren, was like, yeah. Now he really. Oh, he's talking about Palpatine. I thought that was a really good. Interlink with episode 8. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... That was a nice gotcha. Mm. 
Yeah, and like I love the idea that Leia knew as well, and they still just treated her like like the like daughter. She was... Like she was good. Like because yeah. they realized from Anakin, if you treat him like we can't do anything wrong, because then he'll turn out evil. He's still gonna turn out evil regardless. That's yeah. just the way it is. Whereas. I know like they weren't around for any of that stuff but the idea the legend would talk that they spent their whole time going we can't let him go evil and then he's still with the evil so it's like we'll just treat her like an actual human mm. she'll make mistakes but we won't immediately when she fucks up go you're Palpatine's granddaughter you're evil. I expected it all along you're <laughs> evil um, I yeah I love the idea that they already knew and I think that's I think it's a really good character trait and it really sets Rey up for the last fight scene because she's clearly doubting herself and like as you would if she you was found, until she had this conversation if you really. found out yeah. Palpatine was your grandfather and she's like spent her whole life trying to be good and she's like I'm not evil I don't have any dark side and she's like oh I have the most dark side in me anybody else could anybody could possibly have yeah but it's my choice See, yeah and she like to be fair to her she's been through a lot recently to be fair to the she, lady though. she realised not only did her parents love her and want her to protect want to protect her they're also dead now yes like, the family she was hoping would come back are never coming back. Mm. She, uh, Leia, who was like an adoptive mother to her, she's gone. All She doesn't want her friends to die, so she abandons them. She feels like she's all alone. So she's literally coming to Act 2 to just wait to die. Mm. She was going to do, like, the Luke on it. Yeah, kind of thing. just yeah. let the Jedi die out. Fuck it. Who mm. cares? Yeah, and so he gets the ship up, and so we see her. Did you like the fact that she used his ship? To yep, get out yeah. of there. No, I like the fact that he, he did what he couldn't do in episode five. Yeah. With Yoda's theme playing in the background. It's so good. I gross. was like, John Williams, on point as uh, always. Also, that's the best looking an X-Wing has ever been, is Luke's one, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> um, or Poe Dameron's but no, one. No, I was good yeah. at that, because then, then they also knew, obviously, the signal went back to R2, and R2 knew that Luke's... Ship was making a mess, and she led them there. Yeah, she yeah. Them so it makes sense as a story how they knew where it was. Now yeah. Luke did use the door of his X-wing as the door of his hut, right? So does that X-wing not have a door as it's flying around? No, space? she just she just held her breath. <laughs> she just held her breath. Turned on the heater. <laughs> Do you know, what? it was also though, it was also nice to see her. With the rebel helmet on. Yeah. Like it, it was, was so in good. At the very seven. start. At the very yeah. start of episode seven, you see her wearing a little rebel helmet, and yeah. now she's actually. A rebel. In the rebel ship, rebel helmet on, actually. I like, flying yeah, it. and it's still called Red Five. And it's still Red Five. It's so good. good. Yeah. It's good. That's, this is where we're really getting like, into yeah. it now. It's a really good movie at this point. Yeah, and so then you have the moment where they all turn up. It's, a, it's the big battle, last final scene. Everybody shows up. Well, the, well not everybody, but. A lot of all the idlers left of the resistance. They get up and follow Ray's Ray. Ray. So Ray Except gets for Lando and Chewie. Ray gets yeah. there first. Lando and Chewie are said to try and find reinforcements. Yeah. Poe sets up a plan that they're going to hit them in different several different ways. If we take out this satellite, it'll put their defenses down, and then we can attack them all one by one. Yeah, um, and but there's uh, like fifty star destroyers, so that's going to be. De- hundreds of yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, seeing that fleet it's like it's a lot it's gonna be a hindrance but then you see just these little all these small little rebel ships and the tent of four another little throwback yeah turning yeah. up and it, that was it and it's like they fly in and they're like there's this one tower on the on the planet and once we get that out they're not able to take off which is very McGuffery, but then they very quickly change it. But, well, I like that. Yeah, I like that they changed it. The magnetic field is shifting all the time, so they can't calculate anything. Yeah. But, yeah, they change it to 
Every one of the ships can be that signal. And it, we're going to do it to our ship because we're the leaders. So we're yeah. going to make us the signal. So yeah, general to, pride in yeah, the so, first yeah. order. So the yeah. idea would, it makes logical sense that instead of t- putting it on a little satellite, we give it to the biggest ship we have. Mm. They'll have to take us out so then people won't be able to follow us out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Poe also gives the, or, like, I love Poe in this fight because he goes from, all right, let's do this to, okay, everyone try their best <laughs> to, <laughs> oh, no, it's been fine. an honor. Yeah. And you can see why he would do that, though. Because, like, at the start, they're like, we're full of hope. We can do this. And then have a Oh, that's a lot. There, there's a lot of Star Destroyers. Yeah, it's only when he turns up and he's like, oh, oh, oh Maybe no. now we've... I knew they said it was a big fleet, but this is a bit bigger than I thought. I big men seven. That's <laughs> 600. So, you see, Ray goes down into the... The, the, the chamber the, the Sith elevator the Sith, down the Sith elevator into the big Coliseum place yeah and meets her granddad mm-hmm. happy Christmas gives um, her a word original sends her <laughs> away <laughs> you put that in your pocket <laughs> no, keep that to yourself uh, so, and all the while the, the resistance has now they're launching a ground assault on a ship mm. at the same time to, yeah to because tr- once they take out the signal, they have a certain amount of time before they can reroute the signal to another Star Destroyer. Yeah. And so if they can destroy the bridge before it's transferred, then the fleet is out of commission. Okay. Uh, and then... And then Ray is there, and her and Palpatine are having that big moment, and Kylo turns up. Well, I enjoyed all the Palpatine lines to Ray, where yeah. he's just like... Is it the same lines he said to Luke? It's a lot of the same kind of stuff, but in this sense, uh, is he knew if Ray struck him down with hate, Palpatine would have survived, or the the essence of Palpatine, yeah. the spirit of Palpatine would have survived, mm. which is exactly what he wanted because he would have it would have been her body, but him controlling it, right. So that's why he was like Empress Palpatine and all that kind of thing, and he wanted her. That's why he wanted her to kill him. Or kill his whatever physical body he had left. Yeah, because he was like, he he wasn't well. No, really. like he was. His body was failing him. It was like it was like a quarter or half strength Palpatine. Like yeah. he could cl- still clearly use the force, mm. but he couldn't. He was being carried. He was. I think he was force controlling a big. Oh, yeah, arm. it was like a big life support yeah. machine, like feeding him. And there's a weird know. coliseum around him that with a load of facts. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not mad on that. Loyal Sith fo- don't like the loyal Sith followers. I'm not mad on the fact that they were all just there. Instead of what? Like, they should be flying some ships, destroying some resistance lads. Their leader would no, be living. That's what all the rest of them are. <laughs> but these are Sith followers, not like Empire followers. Right. These are like worshippers. These are like, yeah, worshippers of Palpatine. Right. Like, worshippers of the Sith and their lore and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> you sound I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not big on that now, to be honest with you. So, you have uh, him basically saying to Ray, strike me down right now. Do it. And Kylo's like running. Do it. And the, do it. And then Kylo is like in the same situation, kind of running there to be like, don't fucking strike him down. What are you doing, you idiot? Kylo yeah. just fucking jumps in. But he jumps Because I think she would have. Oh, I if he didn't show up, I think he would. Because he opens the roof, yeah. and she sees like all the ships getting just blasted. And he, he says, "If you kill me right now, they'll live." Like, or you yeah, can you, stop you, it. You can, yeah, you kill me, you can tell them to stop. Yeah, yeah. it's all over. Which is what he did to Luke. He showed him the battle outside, mm. 
And he was just like, yeah, kill me and it's all yeah. over. You can save your friends. And so Kylo is fighting the Knights of Red as he as he runs it, but he has no lightsaber. So in the middle of the fight, he's realizing, oh, fuck, I'm about to die. Because these guys, the shites of Ren. Nice. We didn't even talk about Leia's Jedi training. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I forgot the best scene. I thought, yeah, the best yeah, scene in the whole movie because we brought it up earlier. Yeah, we brought it up, and I just was like, oh yeah. But uh, when she goes and she's talking to Luke, that that's when that scene pops up. Yeah, I think that? it's. I think it is when. Yeah, it was when Luke yeah. is telling her. Yeah, yeah. But that scene, and he gives her Leia's lightsaber. For, oh, so, so for a split second, you'd have I thought green. it was his green one. Yeah, and then I then when it, then when where it, is the green one? Oh, I don't know where. It, it, I, it's, I, never, it's, it's never. never it's never addressed. Yeah, addressed I don't where the green one is. But for a split second, I was like, oh shit, it's a green one. And then it's like, oh wait, no, it's not. That's not how it okay. works. I prefer a green lightsaber to a blue one, personally. I think I think I do too. Yeah. But I think it's just because we see so many blue ones that maybe the green one stands out more. Yeah. Maybe in modern times. I'm but kind of new to tell everyone about lightsaber oh, colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I specifically thought this would be a thing that yeah. I had to know about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Leia's training, I thought that was, that adds so much to that fucking character in just mm-hmm. 30 seconds yeah that you see her training because she is force sensitive and then she decides and she realises that oh if I keep doing this uh, bad things are going to happen so she just stops yeah like she's all but completed her training yeah and then she just says nope yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that yeah it's, it's better if I don't do this and mm. so she becomes uh, the the general the general general Leia rather than Je- Jedi Leia and she's just like Luke you could take that you could keep training them yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm actually better over here. But I love the idea that she is just force sensitive, and we don't see it. But there's hundreds of comic books there that they could go into if they want to. Well, you do uh, see her use the force when she's flying through space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but her sensing things with Luke, yeah, her connections with Ray and no one. But I don't think Ray you understood how powerful she actually was. Mm. It, to me, it was always implied oh she has a little bit of the force. In her, but if she's fully trained as a Jedi, mm. then she would have a lot. And if she's training with Luke, then she's definitely going to have a lot. Yeah, because Force sensitive and Jedi are different, like yeah. distinctions. For you get people, like, your man in Rogue One was Force sensitive, but he was Chirrut. Chirrut, yeah, yeah. Who is like the best example I can think of? Or even yeah. the kid at the end of the Last Jedi with the broom. Mm. He's. Force- I think he moved the broom with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> he pulled the broom out of a hat. <laughs> but no, yeah, Chirrut, like he. He kind of had a small grasp of the yeah. force because he couldn't see, but he could see, kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. I, yeah, I like the idea that anyone can be force sensitive, but you have to be trained in the Jedi. So, like, mm. my idea was, oh, she's force sensitive, but she was never trained. Whereas, mm. if she's actually trained as well, like, that adds such a deeper layer that she's, like, completely on board. So, when she's training Ray, that actually, like, fills in that as well because you're just like mm. she's been trained, she knows. Imagine seeing Leia using a lightsaber. That would have been so cool! That was like, worth the ad- admission alone, just for the one scene of Leia using the fucking lightsaber. And the CGI is un- unbelievable. It's so much better than it was in Rogue One. It helps with, that there was the helmet on. But they had that practice. They did, but, yeah. But yeah. No, and it was dark. And it was dark. It was dark, there was a helmet covering another 30% of her face, so they only yeah. had 60% of the face, but they but, still nailed it. Yeah, and even like Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like young Mark Hamill. He looks Hamill. the same now. He looks the same, <laughs> looks the same as episode 6, Luke. Yes. Like, yeah. spot on. Yeah. It's so good. I I think that's really really good. So so uh, the, the she was given that. Luke's or she was given Leia's yeah, lightsaber. Ray has mm. two lightsabers going into this. Fight. And I at the minute I was 
I'm an idiot. So I was watching it going, why does she have two lights? Maybe she's going to double up or something. Maybe they have a cooling. And then, of course, I was like, oh, Kylo threw his away. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so then she puts this, and they've been setting up for the last two movies, even if Ryan and JJ didn't even know it. But when she puts that lightsaber behind her back, and Kylo catches it, yeah. you're just like, of course. And of he course. Does a little Han Solo thing with like, what am I gonna oh, do? <laughs> what are you gonna oh, do? Guys. Aren't I a scoundrel? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was good. I got a little deep. Yeah, I that. like that. Because all the knights are in were like, oh shit, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, once he like, has a lightsaber, we're done. He's his yeah. father's son there. Like yeah. it's and the knights are in they do go down very easy, but it is nice to see him for once. They should go down easy with him though. But he is their leader, so he should be able to kill them. He should know their weaknesses. He knows there, and like they had him when it was only him and the Force. They yeah. had him beaten down it because was, he hasn't touched the really. He like he hasn't been in connection with the good side of the Force for so long that it's probably it is. And it's weird, but there might be something that like he hasn't been in connection with that, so it's kind of hard for him to throw the lightsaber yeah. away. Well, like there's a lot of things both sides of the Force can do. Together. Okay, so like obviously Force pull and Force push and all that basic. So you see him kind of doing. Like him pushing lads away and yeah. pulling lads and moving bullets. But if they have weapons, it's always going to be... If they're getting close, he's fucked. Yeah, so as you see, they start smashing him over the head yeah. and stuff like that. That would do it. If yeah. you start smashing somebody over the head, that is going to lead... the fight's over. <laughs> it's going to lead to yeah. the fight. So then uh, he defeats them and he's like running towards Ray. Mm. While Ray's still like being like, do I kill him? Do I not kill him? Um, mm. I don't know. Well, no. well yeah, she's ru- and she's taken out the Palpatine's royal guards, I guess, at that time. Yeah. yeah. Which is good as well, because you see her... At the same time. Bullets yeah. as well. Oh, it's um, so good. I, I think that's great that they're mirroring the two of them, mm. that he's fighting the six of them and she's fighting the six guards at the same time. And I, I think that was really well done, because you're seeing that... At that time, you're like, oh, they're both on the same side now. But then yeah. it actually realised... Even to me, I was like, well, if they're both on the same side, that means there has to be somebody on the opposite side because yeah. there's balance in the force. So if they were balanced as bad and good, the two of them, and the two of them are now on one side, then the other side has to get double as twice as strong because there's a massive gap left by Kylo Ren. Yeah, and like, well, I, the Sith troopers in this are, first of all, they look class. Mm. But one of the uh, commanders says that the the... Sith troopers are called. I think they're the they're the Revan unit. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, I didn't actually hear that. So their name. These two idiots that are talking about Revan for months. Who's <laughs> 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 <So laughs> Revan, lads? Revan is the coolest Sith Lord ever. He was the guy who was both good. He was good, and then he went bad. And then he went back good. Yeah. Okay. Lost his memory. Yeah. Lost his memory. Okay. But he's now. It seems canon. It's either they pull him in canon. Or canon. They put him in canon. Yeah. Quite him and. Um, Christ, who was it? Was it Bane or Plagueis? Oh, no, Plagueis, yeah. it was Bane. Bane, it must have been Bane. Yeah. The rule of two was Bane. So, yeah. So, yeah. like, they've made that canon out. So, like, that could easily be... If Ryan Johnson is doing a trilogy, <sighs> and if... If or, he, or the two geeks are fucking. Oh, it could be a great. It what, could be a great story. What if Batman was in that? <laughs> no, no, no. No. But yeah, the Sith troopers were good. Yeah, I was hoping we would have got a little more out of them, but a little more action, maybe. Yeah, uh, it was. It's then that Palpatine starts using the lightning. Well, he he ultimately has them beaten He's because he gets all of the power he kicks Kylo he pushes Kylo Ren away that was good down a big pit as a sky you know he's like yeah. the last Skywalker yes, I, I fell fall as I fell <laughs> yeah. and he throws him away but and it's after he gets all the power drains, the, drains them so drains their force 
Yeah. And he looks unbelievable. He looks so in good. In his beautiful sit robes yeah. and his back to the yellow eyes. Would he you have been one again. of the followers in that arena? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, that was great. And then obviously Kylo, because this is why, and I think because Kylo was more powerful, he got up first because he had more left in him sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then obviously Palpatine just throws him away. Bats him away. Yeah. And I, and I like how it's nothing to him. No, oh, as it should be. He's yeah. just like, nope. Done yeah, with you. And so uh, then you have Palpatine as like basically he's just a big dog in that room, oh, and the, the, and the ceiling is still gone. Yeah. The big force storm. Oh my god! And then he looks insane. into the sky and he's like, "Oh, all the heroes have arrived. This is when the reinforcements have turned up." And they're that was a good scene. Very good scene. Lando yeah, yeah. and Chewie have turned up, and it's all happening. You're just like, "Oh, they have a chance. They have a chance." And then you realize, "Oh, if Kylo and Rey are on the same side." Then they need somebody. Oh, Palpatine has all of his fucking powers back. Oh, no, he's twice as powerful as everybody. Oh, no. And then he just looks into the sky and he says, you know what we need? A bit of light now. But it was good, though, when, because that's the moment where you see Paul, like, he's, he watches one of his best friends die. And he's yeah. like, oh, the big guy. Everyone, good luck. Name. Yeah. Um, fuck. I can't remember his name, but the big, the big pilot. Anyway. Yeah. And he dies, and he's like, oh, Jesus. You know, we're, yeah. we're in real bother And everyone's here, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He said, like, everyone, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He apologised, and everyone, actually, we're all dead. Yeah. We're all dead, so fly around, try and survive as long as you can, but we're all dead. And then all you hear is Lando. Yeah. And that was great. And then all these ships. All these ships. And, and as the Star Wars theme plays as well, and I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. this is... I like that and it's like what army are they and it's like they're not an army they're just people <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he does a disgust in yeah. his voice the people and, and then Wedge Antilles yeah Wedge is back Wedge is you know, do you know what no, like, no. a clue who Wedge Antilles is Ewan McGregor's uncle played Wedge of Antilles of course Ewan McGregor's uncle <laughs> no, but yeah Wedge was from the original trilogy yeah. and okay. he's just kind of like a niche character yeah that, he, like people People gravitated towards and people like yeah. him. Yeah, he's you, see, you do see him in bits and pieces. Okay, well, he's in the Death Star run. He's in the Death Star run. He he is in the speeder that find. He's in the snow speeder yes. that finds Luke and Han, and then he's also in the final battle. Right, his and name it, is oh, Wedge Antilles, oh, and, and his name is Wedge. And it was just a little thing that was like, oh, here we go, Lando, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just while we're in that battle. Uh, Finn has decided to like the the way they say it. It sounds like he's going on a suicide mission to blow up like the command deck so they can't transfer the signal. Yeah, but he just kind of gets in a gun and fires a bunch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I get why he because like if that ship blows up and he's on it, I mean he's a dead man. Really, yeah, so he kind of knows it is a suicide run. Well, he has plenty of time to get back. No, but it doesn't have the same kind of pull. Of course, he has to die. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. If you look at that, like, wall of ships that came in, there's a lot of ships from Star Wars, like... Lore? Lore. And yeah, like, Canada. Ghost, Ghost from, from Rebels, Rebels is Ghost in it. Ghost from Star Wars Rebels is in it. Okay. So, like, that's one of the animated TV shows. And, um... It's set sorry. before all of these the events of this. Yeah, it's set before even A New Hope. It's set, like, at the start of the Rebellion. This whole thing is set. Okay. And obviously, the ship is a big focal point of it. So like that was that was because you see it in a couple of shots. Yeah, it's a little Easter egg. Yeah, it's just a little Easter egg. And it's like like you know at least the ship survives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Hera could be. Hera was the yeah. was the leader of that little rebel squad. Okay, and she was probably in charge of it still. Yeah, Cause, I mean she would still probably be alive at that stage. Yeah, I yeah. 
Probably. So that was that was cool to see that ship. I suddenly feel like you two should have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> talking about Star Wars. <laughs> talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but then you can also see Z- Z- Zori and Babu Freak. Babu Freak is in again. Babu's hey! back. <laughs> if there's one man I want, like watching my back, <laughs> it's, it's Babu, Babu Freak. Freak. <laughs> all three, all three inches of him. Ah, he's got a good six inches. Ah, uh, fair enough. Great six inches. A great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you took that out of context... <laughs> it's all about the motion of the ocean, <laughs> Good old um, So Palpatine fires the lightning into the sky, basically fucks them all up. Yeah, cuts the, all the ship's power. Um, Everyone starts falling. But then Ray starts... He, he does that, and then... Um, is it... The, Ray, Ray falls down, up. Ray wakes up and hears all the Jedi voices yeah, she goes in her head. The storm, yeah, and she which is set up earlier on. They hung a lantern on it and they came back, which is what exactly they should do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you hear like they hear everyone, all the Jedi we've known, Qui Gon, both Obi Wan's. Yeah, uh, was that like Guinness in there as well? Yeah, you, you remember from Episode Seven, you hear him go, Ray. Oh yes, you hear yeah. the same, right. same thing again. Is there and Yoda obviously, Mace Windu, Mace Windu, Kane and Jarrus, Kane and Jarrus, which is yeah, too many motherfucking sticks on this motherfucking plane. Race. <laughs> Kane and Jarrus, who is also from Rebels, Ahsoka oh, yeah. Tano from Ahsoka Tano Clone Wars. Yeah, they went really in depth. You think they would just keep to oh, the no. same fight? Yeah, but they had like Luminara Unduli, yeah, and Plo Koon and Kiadi Mundi and Ayla Sakura. Like absolutely love all of them. Ayla Sakura, you will know because she's the one who got shot a whole bunch in the oh, back. In- Yes! <laughs> the dreadlocks! Yeah! Well, yeah. well, mm. well Twi'lek. Well, dreadlocks! Kiadi <laughs> Mundi was the guy with the big forehead. Yes, on the bridge. On the bridge. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gotcha. Biggest of all, Hayden Christensen back as Anakin Skywalker. Yes, which I think is great because that man has had terrible time with Star Wars. And obviously, Luke as well. well like, yeah. Who's Luke? <laughs> oh, yeah, Hayden Christensen was a good one. Yeah. And that was. And just hearing them all, and I was like trying to put them together as to who. I loved it, and I, it was just like, it was yeah. so out of left field. I half expected her to stand up and all the actors be standing you there. You see now, okay, Con. Here's mm, if you want to if you want to finish it first and then I'll no go on come back. No, well it was it's about the final fight scene. So okay. Oh, all right, okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> he so this is my one. This is one of the things I don't like. Yeah, is how easily he goes down. Uh, this is literally what I'm just about to get to next. That yeah. she stands up from that and they start fighting. He sa- he fires the lightning at her, yeah. and she starts deflecting it with the lightsaber. Me and you were walking back from. We were coming out of cinema, and we looked at each other. And surely he would have stopped the minute she deflects it the first time. You get out of there because you know that it's, it's bouncing everywhere. If it starts coming back at you, then stop. But anyway, it's Voldemort thing again. Yeah, yeah. Suppose. <laughs> but then I get that she was. That the idea is. That all the Jedi, that she is meant to have the help of all the Jedi now that they're with her at the end. But, and it was nice that they all got a line, but how freaking cool it would have been if you saw them. As Force Ghosts. Even standing behind her as she walks forward yeah, with the X. Like, so they all come out. And then, like, not even that, if she still only has the one when they all, like, start to come out. Yeah. And then you see, you start with, like, some, maybe not the lesser, like, you start with, like, Qui Gon, because he was the first who could. Do this. Yeah, you do it in, like... Yeah. And then you start... Chronological kind of order. Kind of, yeah. Kind of like that. And you see them start to come out as Force Ghosts. And, you know, I think everyone starts freaking out more and more as it comes. But the last one to come out is, like, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. And he stares and down she, the and, Emperor. And she's getting a little more stronger as it goes. And she and he's getting a little more panicked as he realises what's happening. Oh. And then she... And then as soon as he comes out, then she pulls out his lightsaber. 
and like he touches her on the shoulder or something as if to be that one last push good god oh my god this is the best scene ever it's like, he puts his hand on her shoulders like it'll be that one last push that she needs to finish the emperor because yeah. like that was his whole thing and then and that's the end of the night and that's, that's the end the, the of trilogy it. of trilogies that you have every Jedi that's been along the way in the journey yeah oh, all fuck. behind it because oh, what is it what, what is, does Luke say Every, every Jedi lives in you now. Yeah, a thousand generations. A thousand like, generations. She says that, but like only from Qui Gon on could they actually become well, Force. Yeah. Qui Gon was the first was to, the first to become, become on with the Force. Force. He taught Obi Wan. He taught Yoda and Obi Wan, and, and then they obviously all. He I mean, he must have like off you know off screen kind yeah. of like Kiadi. Here's how you do like some of the Jedi masters like Aelis Kor. This is yeah, know, and it this. could have been. But the once it gets into the scrolls, then they'll all just read it or whatever. Like you could just write it down once, and then they could all look at that. And mm-hmm. like uh, it could have been as simple as he visited them as they were dying. Yeah, yeah. it could and have been a very quick right. If you, this is your dying now, this is how you quickly it, like. Maybe it's easier if someone helps you, mm. but Qui Gon did it on his own. Qui Gon was the first. Yeah, that is a fucking great ending. You know that? I've just thought about that. That would be amazing. Even for me. And I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, fucking hell, that's great. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know why they wouldn't. Because Palpatine would yeah. freak the fuck out. The more ghosts he's seen, the more he's yeah. like, this, oh, she, because that also implies that he's like, I'm the only family you have. Mm. I'm the only family you have. You yeah. got nobody else. And she's like, no, I've got, just because I, oh, I yeah, have your yeah. name. I have all of these actually behind me. Yeah. And they're all who came before me. But now, yeah, the only reason I could think that they didn't do it... Scheduling? Well, okay. <laughs> in, in, in terms of Star Wars and Star Wars stuff, is because it was meant to be a Sith home world. Yeah. So it's full of dark side. So, like, the light side... Like, she had to go kind of beyond the Force Lightning to hear their voices kind of thing. Right. Okay. So like I could like maybe their light side energy. Can't I think show don't up. doubt yourself. I, I think that's a very very good ending. Yeah. Leave it at that. I think I think Ray would be enough of a force beacon, regardless of what side her bloodline is, mm. that the force could find a channel from anywhere to her. Mm. So she deflects the lightning, killing her and him. Mm. Um, and then Ben pops back up out of pit out of Sarlacc yeah. pit he's like I'm way better than Boba Fett he wipes off his both shoulders he went Boba's an idiot runs over he's like Ray 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 heals the bitch <laughs> and then, but then she heals him and I was just thinking in this whole thing where they have the big we're going to get to the romantic side of it all now in a second but the healing mm-hmm. could they not have just gone back and forth until Boba died out of lack of energy and a health bar system that they could have just like I'll heal you until you die no I got you before I die huh? see I think the both of them had just like Ray was dead right and Kylo had just enough life left to not be dead okay so I think when he transferred it that was it and then he becomes one with the force when he dies mm. like he vanishes and what do you think about the romantic side of it because I don't think I even like... I don't even think they're a romantic character. I just love the fact that the two of them are, like, just connected. I think a hug would have done. Mm. I don't I don't care. See, I don't... Yeah. I, I didn't have strong feel Like, I wasn't repulsed by it, but I was just kind of like, okay. I think it was set up more romantically in The Last Jedi than in this one. In this one, I never felt any sort of romantic chemistry, just that she doesn't dislike him. She just tries... She's like, I know you're clearly good. Why are you being evil? Mm. Just... Mm. Why are you doing that? 
But um, they they get together. There were some people online who were like, "This is the stupidest idea." That why would they kiss? Like, oh, it's so dumb. But like, but there were a lot of people online who wanted them to get together. Exactly. Well. There's there's always going to be both both sides of it. Right? Yeah. So I, I'm I, sure I, somebody in the survey the survey said 55 percent kiss, 45 yeah. percent don't kiss. I like I didn't. It didn't matter to me. Like the like the only real romance in the other movies is Anakin and Padme, Rose and Riffin. <laughs> And Han and, Han and Leia. Yeah. You know, but Han and Leia was always going to happen. Yes. Because Han Solo was Han Solo. And Poe Dameron has had sex with everyone. So, factor out. Sorry, that scene at the end. So, obviously, yeah, we've, we've done all that. <laughs> obviously, all yeah, that. we've done the fucking serious thing. We've brought balance to the force. Fuck it. Blah, 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 blah. They finish off the rest of the Star Destroyers. <laughs> they go back to the... <laughs> They're all celebrating. Woo! Ewok party. Ewok party. Yeah. 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 We saw Ewoks. We saw Ewoks. It's great. It's good. Okay. <laughs> I saw the look in your face. You it's, saw, it's, it's going it's, fine. It's you going. didn't like seeing the Ewoks. Great. I love the Ewoks. Wootini. Oh, I love them. Oh, <laughs> that was uh, But no, yeah, when yeah, when we get back to the planet or whatever, yeah. everyone's celebrating. Woo! And then... <laughs> and then... Zori shows up and then Paul looks at her and gives and we her, see her, that, we see her eyes. That, that is genuinely some of the best acting ever. Oscar Isaac says so much yeah. without saying a single yeah. fucking word. She gives her that look. I was just and like, she's like, wanna go fuck? <laughs> and she's like, nope. And he's like, okay then. Fair play to you. <laughs> I'll ask you again in 15. It <laughs> we are. And the most gratifying moment. Chewy. Chewy getting the medal. You d- d- how emotional did you get, Cod? I don't want to say emotional, but it was just like a sense of it's about goddamn time. He got, his he medal. got the medal yeah. that he deserved because he got it in Legends. But this is the first. This is the only canon time he's got. It. Yeah, and he deserved it. In fairness, to be fair, he did as much work as Han and Luke in that original. Oh, absolutely! Movie. When you go back and watch it, it makes no fucking sense why he didn't get a medal. Yeah. Like you're just kind of looking at him like he was on the same trip. <laughs> and I think someone said like it was written like, "Oh, Wookies, they're not a proud people." <laughs> So give him a fucking medal. Yeah. <laughs> I did a sports day when I was seven once. They gave me a medal. Give Chewie a medal. Nah, Save the world. That. No, I didn't. With participation. But while everyone is celebrating, yes, and we see all the hugging and kissing going on, and Paul trying to have sex with everyone. Well, that's every scene. Every scene. Ray has gone to a certain sand planet. Another one. No, well, oh, well, this is after all the celebration. Yeah. 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 And this is where she goes to Tatooine, mm-hmm. and she goes back to Luke's uh, home, I suppose, oh, yeah. the little shack. The moisture farm. The mm-hmm. moisture farm. And I thought that was a really lovely scene, where she goes mm-hmm. and buries the lightsabers in the sand. The last light of the movie is awful, but we will get... <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, but I think that whole scene is really good, that she goes back, and it's the end of, as we said, the trilogy of trilogies. It's always going to be hard to finish this. Like You have to, so many loose threads that you have to tie up, and you have to do your own movie. Mm. But the idea that she goes back to the moisture farm in the last scene, yeah. buries Luke and Leia's lightsabers in the sand. I like she slides down the sand. Like, yeah. Yes. Force yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans. And she... And then she just kind of looks at it and then she takes out her own lightsaber, which is yellow. Or orange? Yeah. It's yellow. What does that mean, Cod? Oh, do you want to get into this now? Uh, do you round out the no, show? No, no, but let's round out the show before we get to that. Okay, so then she reveals her new lightsaber and then an old lady's like, Hey, you! What day is it? And she says, Tis Christmas, boy! And then she says, the old lady says, What's your name? And she looks into the distance. She looks back and she says, Ray Skywalker. 
But a man on Twitter, a, 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 a guy on Twitter had a tweet from like three months ago, and it was um, last scene of Star Wars, and he's just like, "What's your name, Ray?" Ray Star Wars <laughs> and it was very similar I actually rolled my eyes at that line um, I was so on board until that last line I was like you can just be Ray. like just say Ray of the Resistance Ray, Ray the Jedi Ray O'Neill Ray Palpatine say something you see alright see I don't know I, I, was, I, I wasn't I wasn't fully on but I wasn't fully off yeah I think I'm in your camp here it's like there was a, I, I get why she didn't say Palpatine. Okay, yeah, I understand that. But there's some people like obviously she could be like, oh, she could go make Palpatine an actual respected name now. But I'm sort of thinking as well, you don't see anyone going around with Hitler <laughs> as their second name. Is it? Like, yeah, there's like is there's it, bad and then there's like the, the worst evil bad. ever. There's too bad. There's like it's bad. And Even if she just said it. just Ray, because that would be my idea of that's a much better character trait that she just accepts herself and that she's just Ray. And she doesn't have to belong to somewhere. She knows in herself that she belongs to all the Jedi. To counter that, though, mm. like, I think she just wanted to be part of a family, though. Okay. And I think that this—that's all she ever wanted. Yeah. So I think this was the closest that she got to being Ray part from of the family. Resistance. Uh, like, see, because you have a character like Finn then, who does not have a last name. No. He doesn't have a first name either, really. He doesn't, Finn really. is just... He, 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 he can choose his name. He can choose what he wants to be called. Skywalker. Yeah. Finn Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. But I just think... Maybe he'll name. go with Dameron so he can be Paul's brother. Ooh. Ooh. I would have said husband. What? <laughs> yeah. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. But, <laughs> you see Oscar Isaac enough. <laughs> the, uh, I just think... To hurt you, I don't think it ruins the movie at all. No, I don't think it ruins the movie. I just think... It was just a moment where I was just like all on board. Now, that, went, that line happened, I went... Ah, JJ. Like, just take that light out. Or just change it slightly. Well, like, she was... I think it just means that she respected Luke and Leia. Like, they were surrogate family to mm. her, I guess. Mm. And she's just like, no, I'm I'm going to carry on the Skywalker name. Because mm. if, like, if the Skywalkers just died out, that's kind of strange, I think, if there's never another Skywalker. Yeah, because like, everyone knew Anakin... As the hero of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Everyone knew Luke as the hero of the Rebellion. And now it's like, she could be known as the hero of the Resistance, I guess? Yeah. That, like, that's what I'm thinking, is that... Because as far as the galaxy was aware, Anakin died in, the Clone in Wars, Order 66. Yeah. Mm. So like they didn't know he was Darth Vader. So all the Skywalkers have been heroes mm. that people have rallied around. So if, the, if a Skywalker is forming the next generation of Jedi... I think that's better than if it's just some girl from Jakku. Okay. I think, yeah, I think that was definitely JJ's way of going against Ryan Johnson's that anyone can be a Skywalker or anyone can be a Jedi and it could be a guy with a broom, a little boy with a broom. It's just like, no, you're a Skywalker. But I think we all kind of, like, you couldn't kind of know from the prequels that anyone could be a Jedi. Because, like, there's thousands of them. Yeah. So, like... We see Yoda train all, all those kids. Yeah, you see Yoda train all the kids. The younglings, sorry. All what happened younglings. to them? Ah, you know. Oh, 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 oh. 
hey, look, if you're going to wipe out the Jedi, you got to kill them all. <laughs> not <laughs> half measures. Pokemon. <laughs> not half measures here. You kill everything. <laughs> you know what? Anakin had a point. Hey, hey it would have been easy for Anakin to send a couple of clones in to do it. He no, went he, in and he did the job. You, you have to say, as a boss, he doesn't delegate. What he does is he'll do it himself. He won't ask yeah. you to do if anything. you want something done right, <laughs> do it himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, okay, we should talk about the uh, lightsaber and the lights and right. the colours. And the colours. And right. the colour scheme. What's going on here, Con? <laughs> Yellow, what does that mean? So... Sean, you're sitting back because you're delighted yourself. Done with this now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's kind of like three real branches of Jedi. Right. So, green. You Okay, so usually Jedi Consular yeah. would be like green. So, Yoda, Qui-Gon, Kit Fisto, Luke. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> they, they are like force first. Okay. We- like if say in terms of battle it's like force first weapon second lightsaber is like last resort right okay because like, as you see Qui-Gon loves the force yeah you always see, it's all about it you always see Yoda use force it, like his lightsaber is literally his last resort yeah like he only took it out when he couldn't beat Count Dooku with the force they, they were evenly co- matched yeah, yeah. is that Count Dooku or Count Dooku Count Dooku. Okay. And when he, he, and when he, how mad he <laughs> do both of me? <laughs> and when he knew he couldn't take out Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. He, had, he took out his lightsaber. Because he was like, okay, I can't do it with the force. I'll try this and see what happens. Obviously, you see with Qui-Gon Jinn as well. And then Luke, more so, like, you don't really see it in the movies, obviously, because he's a lot lightsaber oriented. But, like, after the Return of the Jedi, he's, like, all force and lightsaber when it has to be used. Yeah. And even in the Return of the Jedi, I suppose, he throws away his lightsaber. Yeah, and is like I, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, he does for a while. He does for a while, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ultimately, then. So then, if you move on to blue, they're like so they're the Jedi guardians, and there's the reason you see more of them, is because it's easier to be like a fighter. So they're more yeah, obviously more fighter kind of more combat kind of focused, but like they're more like so back when there was like thousands of them, it was like they were like the peacekeepers. They're the guardians of like the public kind of. They look out. For everyone, yeah. So obviously, Anakin, very combat heavy. Love to fight. Love decapitating people. Love to fight. And you had Obi Wan. Um, you had like Kiadi Mundi and uh, Plo Koon and all those yeah. kind of Jedi's who were more warriors, warriors thing. than like in themselves with the Force kind of thing. So then you go to yellow. Oh, Lord. Yellow is very like. What about purple? I'll get to that. What about Mace Windu? <laughs> okay. So yellow is like meant to be between the two. So a Jedi Sentinel kind of thing. Right. So like, in the Clone Wars it wasn't really a thing. Except if you were a Jedi Temple Guard. <clears throat> so you weren't all about fighting, and you weren't all about the Force. You were kind of like, more like 100% in on the beliefs of the Jedi. You were like... Right, so you're both sides of being a Jedi. Kind yeah, of. you're kind of the perfect in the middle, kind of, like you don't see, yeah, so you don't see right. it much, just like... Uh, it's kind of like Ahsoka Tano kind of had a little yellow kind of green and a little sort of yellowy yeah. lightsaber for a little bit because she was kind of she's not quite she was yeah it wasn't all all there and then other than that it was kind of like Bastila Shan in the Old Republic Yaddle has one doesn't she see I don't I'm not 100% sure on Yaddle maybe, okay. maybe Yaddle, Yaddle is <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> sorry oh, there's about seven different types the two of yeah. you have got on several different names okay Yaddle is the other 
Yoda species. Have you ever been at a party where two people are like, you yeah. know, John, John, John is great, isn't he? That's how it feels whenever I talk about sports with anyone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm lost. <laughs> I've just seen the movies. Yeah. So, alright, Yaddle is the other Yoda creature in episode one. <laughs> episode one? Episode you one. think I'm remembering Phantom Menace? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a f- Lady Yoda creature. Okay, right. So, then, you, you said purple. Yes. Right. So obviously, we all know it's just because Samuel L. Jackson wanted to be different. He just picked purple. He wanted to be able to pick himself out. So of the obviously, crowd. obviously they made a story of it or whatever. So and obviously they didn't put down to who he was. So like, user of light who can harness the dark side abilities, kind of attributes and attacks, kind of when he has to. Yeah. So like, blue and red, purple, purple. Interesting. Good and bad. Good and bad. And that's why you can kind of see... So the point is, when you see him fight Palpatine, he can take him on in a lightsaber fight because the thing with him is, it's like, he's he is good, he is light side, but he will use the dark side to beat the dark side. Interesting. So he kind of turns it back on them. So whatever they're doing, he's turning it back onto them. So that's why he had Palpatine dead to rights. Until Anakin turned up. Until Anakin turned up and messed him up. Yeah. yeah. He fell out of a window. Yeah, so that's why it's you don't really see it. That's why you don't see it, really, because it was like... There's, you couldn't have everyone doing that, because it's not cool not if everybody that. And it's like, it's very, it's very dangerous. Yeah. Because like, if you swing too much to the dark side, then it's trouble. Then you're on the like, downhill spiral. Yeah, it's just that Mace Windu could control how dark side he got. Because he was Samuel like, Jackson. Because he's Sam Jack, he's the coolest <laughs> motherfucker. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, but yeah, for like Darth Maul used the same kind of style, but right. he was all he was all in on the dark side. Yeah, he was like so he was full, fast and brutal. He, yeah, he was just fast, brutal attacker. Right. Well, he was all in on dark. That's side. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like, and so you are you okay with Raid and having the yellow lights? I think she didn't have. She definitely couldn't have had the blue or the green because, as you said, those colors are taken by. See, I get because she is kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. that's that's her whole character trait is that she's not like goody goody, but she's not evil. She wants to do good, but she might do it in the wrong way sometimes. Mm. And obviously, as well, like she's not all fighter, like she's not all fighter. You can see she's good at both. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like it's like I know you could say with a lot of people, like obviously Obi Wan and Anakin were very strong with the Force, but like they use the lightsabers, yeah, quite a lot, like mm. sort of thing. It's like it's to kind of do with their traits as well. Because, like... So, here we go again now. Oh, <laughs> lads. Oh, lads. We got this. So, we go back to the kyber crystal thing. Yes. All crystals start out... White. White. They're all white. It's only when they're, they get a user that it becomes the colour that it is. Right. Okay. So, if you see in the Clone Wars animated series, you see Yoda take a bunch of... I guess they're not younglings. They're, like... Pat, like they're recruits. They're, yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're like the teenagers at this stage, right? Yeah, yeah. To the planet where like kyber crystals are, and he sends them all off because the kyber crystal calls to you. So like, there's millions of them. Say there's millions of them in this on this planet. They're in kind of like a mine kind of thing, or there's low, and and it's like you you go around, and like the dark side will call you, the light side will call you, but then like there's this, there's only one crystal in there that's for you. And it'll, like, hum out to you when you're near it. That's really interesting. <laughs> That's actually... Yeah, okay. I, was, yeah. I, was like, I wasn't sure if you were being sarcastic. No, no, I was. So there's one, and then it's only then when you construct your lightsaber that the colour will, you know, that'll be like, you turn it on, oh, look, 
It's blue, it's green. That's when you find out. That's when you find out. Now, the Sith are different. So, the the reason the Sith ones are... Is because they force the crystal to bleed. So they're kind of breaking the crystal in a way. How that's do they why do that? He was a red. So, like... Just hope. Just get a hope of bleeds. I know. Take a look at it bleed. So, obviously, Darth Vader had to get a red lightsaber. Yeah. Um. So he ended up... He killed some random Jedi who was left over after Order 66 and took his lightsaber, took it apart, got the crystal. So then he had to... I think he went back to Mustafar to do this because it had to be like a pure, dark... Dark area, energy. Dark energy around him to give him the strength. And obviously the crystal fights back, so it took like him a lot. But you kind of have to just like... break the will of the crystal, kind of, and then construct your lightsaber, and that's why it's red. So the crystal doesn't want to be red. No. Or you force it to be. Yeah, it's kind of like you wound it. Okay. This is very interesting. <laughs> this is actually... This is real deep. George Lucas. That's not how it happened. <laughs> then you can change it back. Kind of. So, like, in Rebels, you see Ahsoka. Yeah. And she has, uh, like, a white lightsaber. Or greyish kind Grey, of lightsaber. yeah. So, like, that only happens if you heal... A broken a, kyber crystal. Uh, yeah, a bleeding crystal. So then it doesn't have a blue or green. It's just it's a greyish white colour. Fucking hell. Okay. Big question. Hmm. Did you like or dislike this movie? Even though we've just done the whole discussion about it. Um, Sean, do you want to go first? Or would you like... Do you want me to, as an uneducated man, go first and let you two then go Uh, ahead? Yeah, shall we proceed in growth of education? (laughs) I think as a movie, this is very much a 7 out of 10. Or an 8 out of 10. Like... This is definitely solid. Like, JJ did not want to fuck up. Mm-hmm. So he definitely spent a lot of time going, we cannot have one scene that people... We can't have a counterbite. So it, everything has to be boom, 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 boom. We get this done. We get to the end. We finish this off. But at the same time, I think uh, The Last Jedi say... I think I even said it to Connor on the way out of the cinema. I said, The Last Jedi has some 10 out of 10 moments, along with some 2 out of 10 like, it has that throne room scene. It has the Lord Dern going with the ship, taking them all out. Like, they are 10 out of 10 moments. Whereas this has 7 out of 10s that are set throughout the whole thing. And it's whatever you prefer. Do you want more consistency? Or do you want 3 or 4 fucking outrageous moments? And then 3 or 4 moments where you're like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking... Is this going to end yeah. sometime soon? Or what's going on? Like, And I think... Consistency, this is... JJ was basically making a sequel to his own movie and just forgetting what happened in number eight. So that's why as a trilogy, I don't think it works as a cohesive... I think the prequels are a better trilogy than this. Not as movies, but as... At least they had an idea. Even if the idea was wrong. As an an overarching one, two, and three of the prequels is like, we have this plan and we're going to do this. And they went that way. And it was the same in the prequels, of course. Or yeah. the, the original trilogy. They had this, this plan and they did this. Whereas in this one, I felt like they had this plan and then they had seven other different plans going on at once. They couldn't stick to one idea throughout the three films. And I think that has hindered how people are going to reflect on this trilogy as opposed to the other ones. Because, and I think that's kind of a shame because as a cast, I love everybody in this. And you only want everything to be amazing. And I think as a movie... As we said at the start, as a standalone movie, I think this is a good movie. 
But if people think back as a trilogy, I think they're not going to think of this as fondly as they will think of the original trilogy anyway. Yeah. But probably more fondly than they think of the prequels, maybe. See, I think that, that that's all very fair. And I think that's you, I think what you're saying is you like it. I like it. I but, like it, but I think they I don't know. I I think it, as a movie itself, it's probably the best you could have done. But I I don't know if JJ was I don't know if I like the fact that JJ was just like, let's just forget number 8. And let's just do whatever we want. See, I don't I think JJ picked and sh- he did a pick and choose of what bits of 8 he liked. Yeah, and he just got rid of other he bits. He ran with them and involved on him. I think that's a fine way to do it. Um, I do think what you're saying is true that as a trilogy this suffers because of The Last Jedi which I do like as a film I think if you had the three of The Last Jedis it would be more cohesive or if you had three J.J. Abrams it would be more cohesive yeah but Mm -hmm. to have two of one and one of the other seems a bit all over the place yeah and I hope they learn from that to maybe just have a full story overarching before you start yeah because like episodic stuff that works with different directors yeah like Rogue One and Solo that all works if you're just going to do a standalone and you get Ryan Johnson in for a standalone, that's fine. But if you're going to do a trilogy, you have to be on the same, on the same page. Yeah. Like, otherwise it makes no sense. Like, this is why Marvel buying out or like Disney owning Marvel and Star Wars, surely they should just be like, we let different directors do the same thing. But Kevin Feige says, this is what we're fucking doing. Yeah. This is what we're doing in six movies. So you got to stick to this principle. You can do whatever you want in that principle, but this is the principle we're going with. But, okay, well, to go with that then, I think then it must be like, I'm not blaming her the whole way, but Kathleen Kennedy has to then have a stronger say or something and be like, this is what she wants to do for the three movies. That's it. I think they actually gave him too much free reign. I think they gave Johnson too much of a free scope to do as he wanted. But I don't. I don't mm. think. I don't think free reign doesn't matter. I think JJ also was given too much free reign to start. Even if he did a great job in the Force Awakens. But if you tell him we got to do two more movies of this, so don't put maybe as many mystery boxes because, or else tell him this, this is how we're going to finish mm. it. Yeah, Set that, this up in one, and this is how we're going to finish it in three. And you can do whatever you want. Yeah, but that, if you're doing that, then like. Then you tell Ryan Johnson, okay, you have to follow on. You have to answer it. You can, yeah. you can have some of your own well, questions. Oh, oh, I agree. Do what you want to do. Yeah. But at least cover at least some of what was cut done in episode seven. I, yeah, I think what you need is you need Abrams in like a producer or something like that, that he has. He needs some way of guiding the story. Like Johnson gets final directors say, but to have J.J. Abrams just to be there like, listen, this is what this setup means. Yeah. Please follow through on this. I think... Because it's a different movie, the second one. Yeah, and it's a completely different tone. It's a different... Yeah. Like, I think that this one... Force Awakens and this one, I think, um, are very... Oh, great, let's go! Or did you see the clip of The Simpsons when uh, they have the baseball character? And he's like, do you want me to ask some dark questions about yourself? And then everyone in the crowd's like, what? And then he's like, Ernst, does anybody want to hear me hit some dingers? And he just starts hitting home runs. Yeah. And someone's like, the first one is Ryan Johnson in the brain, like, let's have deep philosophical thoughts about the Jedi and what it means. And then JJ's like, let's just hit some fucking dingers. What about shiny stuff? <laughs> let's fucking go. Yeah, and like the prequels had like thoughts about the Jedi. Do you know? Like, yeah. It was a lot of... From my perspective, the Jedi are evil. You know, Not that's... from my perspective! But it's the... I think we can go on and on about it, but it's just having the different director in the middle 
made for a worse trilogy overall. Yeah, but... I but I think this film on its own, I really, really enjoyed. I, I think the film itself is a good romp. I think it's good. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I would give this film like a 7 out yeah. of 10. Yeah. Like, there's obviously the, the end scene I wasn't all in on and that kind of thing. But like, overall, I had a good time. Yeah. I got I got I got the fan most of the fan service yeah. I wanted. Not all. I got most of the fan service I wanted. So anyone saying it's just like a pure nostalgia filled kinda oh here you go, here's everything you like. Ah, it wasn't really. I wasn't, I no. wanted more to be honest. But I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like oh. He took some good stuff from episode eight and mm-hmm. rent with it. And mm-hmm. then okay, to be fair, he did scrap a lot of the stuff from episode eight. Again, but episode 8 scrapped a lot of stuff from episode 7 which is a problem because episode 7 was a very good movie episode yes. 7 is my favourite Star yeah. like Force Awakens okay. is my favourite Star Wars movie that's fine which I and like I've seen all of them and I just remember coming out of episode 7 and I had like that joy of like mm-hmm. my god I love Star Wars isn't that, that's amazing yeah, and yeah. then I remember coming out of this one and the last one and I'm like I didn't. I don't feel the same as I did at seven. It's not like I have nostalgia for when I was a kid or whatever. I'm like, I don't think that was as good structurally. See, I absolutely. I one of the things I like about the uh, episode seven or episode eight. Fuck, is that I I like that I don't like Luke Skywalker in that film. Yeah, because he's a grumpy old fucker. Yeah. I now it would have been. Would I have liked to see Hero Luke? Fuck yeah, mm. that would have been class. But, but you got I, it at the end. Yeah, I think they took it too far though. I'm okay with a little bit of sad, grumpy old man Luke, but I think they went too far in, in the sad uh, old grumpy man Luke, where he was just a prick. Yeah, he was like through the movie. That's like the, I know he went through some stuff, but that's not the Luke that everyone saw in the original. Tr- even a slight bit, it's that's, not the Luke we saw in the original. No, tr- I, I actually agree. I think mm. because you feel like that, they did the perfect amount. <laughs> Because you're like the biggest Star Wars fan and you're meant to like, what are you doing? Like, why are you so angry? You're Luke Skywalker. And he's just like, no, nah, he's a grumpy fucker. And everyone in the crowd is like, you're Luke, you're like a god. Yeah, but there's, yeah, but there's fine. But then like, it's I, a Star Wars movie. So there is like, why are you telling, like, everyone who loves Luke Skywalker, from, like, they're obviously going to no, give yeah. out about it. Yeah. That's why I like it, is because it's something <clears throat> different in a Star Wars movie. Because nobody would be expecting that. Because the safe place would be to make Luke... A bit grumpy, but after a f- after a half an hour, he gets over and he's fine. He wants to go back and fight the for the rebellion. But see, I also want the movie where he's the hero. <laughs> like I want both. I, I think you've just described Star Wars fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I want them to be angry, but at the same time, I want them to be. I want like them to just like slice yeah. through everybody. I did want to see some cool old man grandmaster Luke stuff. Yeah, like not not force projection. Yeah, like, like, okay, that was see at the. I'm like I'm on the fence with that because I really like the idea that he's so powerful he can project himself across the galaxy once and everyone's like you know thinks he's there Kylo's convinced he's there yeah but like I would have loved it if he just turns up and like makes a fool out of Kylo Ren in front of the rest of the First Order oh I want him to get his ass handed to him like yeah. and Luke doesn't even ignite his lightsaber he's just tripping him up yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, <he's> just, <laughs> like a red bullet like a bullet or red, red yeah. piece of cloth like ooh yeah, and like, and just see him do some more cool stuff, I guess. Because like, you kind of see him do. Obviously, he's doing these kind of flippy little bits around in his force projection thing. Yeah. Like, if it was actually him there doing it, and then see. Obviously, what we're doing now is like you can't talk about this movie without talking about the trilogy as a whole. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, as a movie itself, I think we were all like pleased with how it went. 
if you disregard some of the plot points that kind of don't really make much sense if you follow the tree of them, just as we said, if you walked into this movie and this was your movie, mm. the only movie you'd see, you'd be like, I'm fucking good. Probably yeah. was evil and they fucking destroyed him. Fucking good like, stuff. If you watch this movie and just assume that Luke was always a hero, yeah. it doesn't change. Yeah. No. Like, you can you can still have the episode 8 of your dreams that you wanted and watch this movie. Yeah. Um, I think I think a lot of this movie would have been a good lead-up to a finale. Like, oh, that's a good. Of, there's yeah. a lot of stuff in this movie that I would have been like... So, like, we obviously we have the whole big hour and a half, maybe, of them trying to find a Sith wayfinder and find yeah. that stuff. A lot of that would have been a great build. Obviously, with in some episode of, eight, yeah, well, and with some of the other stuff as well, like this, a lot, some of this movie felt like a part one of two. Well, that's because I feel like JJ was literally this was the sequel he was going to do anyway, and mm. he, and now it's just all one. Movie and then he just so. put it all. He just put his eight and nine into the same movie. Yeah, kind of. But obviously, he would have. I'd say JJ would have left Snoke as a big bad. I think, I think so too. He wouldn't have brought Palpatine in only for the fact. Yeah, that no, they now needed that a they big bad. Needed, yeah, I don't think he felt Kylo Ren was. Even Big though Kylo Ren was the, the most... Ins- he's too sympathetic. Mm. Yeah, and he's he is the most interesting, but I think, yeah, the safe option is to have a big bad that you could just, at the very end, you defeat in a big battle in a yeah. big troll room. Yeah, because it's a space opera. Because <laughs> it's a space opera and you got to have it. But I think you're right. Palpatine was never in this movie, really. He was never meant to be in the movie. I don't think so. Until Ryan Johnson got rid of Snoke, and then they're like, oh, fuck. We don't have anybody to fight. Even if you have that scene with Snoke in 9 instead of 8... Where Kylo changes at the last minute. That's how he. Oh. That's how he turns and he chops Snoke in two. Like mm. it's the same scene, but you just move one movie ahead. Yeah. Whereas yeah. that's not really a number eight because once you do that, it's like wow, it's really cool. But then you're like, oh, we have a whole other two and a half hours to yeah. fill here. That's, also, before like before we finish up, I also want to say this movie just straight up looks different. Like the camera work, yes, the effect, yeah. everything mm. looks a lot more fantastical. Whereas, popcorn yeah Last Jedi was very like you would never see someone cut in half like Snoke was in the J.J. Abrams ones I feel I think that's a very because I think J.J. has a lot more experience doing like big Hollywood uh, like popcorn yeah uh, whereas Ryan Johnson wanted to make like this is a big moment he's going to make like a really artsy Star Wars movie and make it real cool and to be honest with you I think like both have their place it's just if you do them in the same trilogy, it can stand out more because... And it stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah because really, you can it. do three popcorn fillers or three artsy movies, but you can pick and choose between the two of them yeah. at the same time. Um, I think we've been talking for longer than the movie actually is, <laughs> so I feel like we really should wrap this up <laughs> That's fair. at this stage. Fair enough. Um, but, I mean, if, how our review is... Go see it, because it's, um, it's good. It's good. It's good. Solid. Solid if, just forget... The rest of the stuff. <laughs> just go, just be like Palpatine's evil and go in like that and then be fine with it. Yeah, like it's a grand finish to the yeah. whole thing. It's like, it, it's not near the top of my no, no. list of Star Wars movies it's ever. It's no episode but... two. <laughs> it's no episode three. <laughs> episode three. Episode two is the worst. <laughs> you leave episode two alone. There's I, some great stuff I in episode two. I hate episode two. I, there's some great stuff in episode two. I hate sand. It's coarse. And it He's gets not wrong. Me. I'm fed up saying this to you. Is he wrong? Do you like sand? <laughs> sand is the worst. Does sand actually get everywhere? Yes, it does. Oh, lads. Is it coarse? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, no. Let's be honest with you. You're right. Yeah. Right. Why can't we live in a society where one man rules instead of the government? <laughs> You sit in a grass field. <laughs> Alright, there's some poor lines. 
Anton would all be one is gold. In <laughs> yeah. A, in episode yeah. two, everything would all be one is great. Yeah, when he doesn't enough. buy those death sticks. Oh, man. Oh, that's amazing. Let's do a review of episode two. Not right now. <laughs> uh, do you want to take us out, Chad? Yeah, thanks everyone very much for listening to this very special, very long episode of Movie Mondays. We'll mm. be back on Wednesday, an episode of Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Um, big thanks to Mr. Connor Martin for Thank coming by much. on this episode. It's been a pleasure to be really, here. Really, clap for so Connor. Happy to be here for really this. filled us in on Star Wars and lightsabers, and the two of you really made me feel real dumb. I'm thanks, glad. Guys, thanks we very have much, a group guys. chat without you. Yeah. Damn. Which is essentially just a chat. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> the, um, uh, thank you to all our patrons who support us on Patreon if you'd like to join those fine people there's a link in the description or it's patreon.com slash cheers for a higher podcast but the best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist just the one uh, we are on all the social medias Facebook here's for higher podcast Instagram here's for higher podcast Twitter at here's for higher pod the four is number four Facebook here's for higher podcast did I already say that one I think you might have already said all of it yeah, you can email us here's for higher underscore at outlook.com but I have been Sean Meehan I've been Connor Lawler and I've been Connor Martin I'll see you next week guys bye bye, bye. hi this is Craig Robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.